0: A full record, no, but I've done full songs by myself. Gotcha. Yeah, they're not great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You guys, uh, we, got, we got two songs on here on the pod. That's
0: Yeah, that's fun. Well, I want to do another version. That was our first collaboration musically for sure. in so long. It's, it's and it actually, was, yeah, it's true. It oh, was yeah. so fun. And I would love to do uh, another, whether we take that the motifs we did there and then expand on them more or we do something completely different. That'd be so fun.
1: So, Well, we, I guess we got to do it for whenever we start our season two. I don't know when Shit. That, that marker would be, but we I did? feel like we should start some kind of season two at some point. Maybe Probably. I guess the turn of the year, maybe. Each, that, that each makes year sense. of the season maybe. I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, it's weird because you know, like we're not we're kind of good with the scheduling, right? You know, generally, but when there's vacation or weird holidays, everything gets kind of fucky. You know.
1: But that's
2: life. That's true. It's true.
1: Speaking of holidays <laughs> 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 nice dude we're gonna be tuned in for a holiday special this coming year on the house of comics podcast which you are currently tuned into at the Woo! moment i'm chris and i'm alex and like i said this is the house comics podcast where we'll be talking to you about comic books and other comic related entities across all mediums and spectrums so the one i was referring to just now was the film slash little film spectrum with the debut of of wonder woman 1984 yeah clap it up woo, woo. yeah if you guys are unaware i mean of course we're a little late on this because we haven't you know done the pot in a little bit uh, but wonder woman 1984 will be debuting on christmas day in theaters and on hbo max for no additional charge
0: take that house of mouse Seriously, with your thirty dollar Mulan surcharge, I was,
1: I was about to say, imagine paying twenty nine ninety nine for <laughs> Mulan a couple months ago, right? and then like the blockbuster summer smash of the of the season comes out, and you can kind of start your HBO Max free trial, yeah, uh, essentially, yeah. literally. Yeah.
0: And what a great time to do that too. And there's already a bunch of awesome stuff to watch on there. So oh, you're home yeah. for the holidays, get your uh, get your HBO Max on.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, if, you, if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, we usually break the pod in, down in three parts. First part being our uh, news segment, Filler or Crisis, where we label uh, news uh, topics in the industry as filler or crisis. Filler is something we can breeze through. Crisis is something we can kind of talk about. Uh, the Wonder Woman thing, kind of breeze through that because, yeah, of course, of course. Um, We've
0: definitely talked about the COVID-impacting film thing enough this year. 1,000%. Right?
1: Um, they, they just beat us by us saying it wasn't going to come out this year. Beat us oh, I know. by a, a couple days. Days, dude. Less days. than a week. Exactly. How uh, dare they. <laughs> the second part of the pod is our uh, topic of the day. This pod's topic of the day is a very special topic of the day because <laughs> it is the third installment of our House of Games. Woo! And this particular installment features some extremely interesting <laughs> characters. <laughs> friends of the pod, friends of us personally, yep. uh, James, O'Reilly, and Crystal were our latest performers on I don't even know what to, to call it, yes. I guess it's just straight up the House of Games. I, I gotta yeah. think of a better name at some point. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll get there.
0: Send us on uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Better <laughs> names. <laughs> and, and House of Comics and House of <laughs> Comics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Yeah,
1: oh right. uh, yeah, but yes, yeah, so the three of them were uh, kind enough and uh, entertained us for long enough. Uh, for uh, the <laughs> boy, was it entertaining? <laughs> yes, yeah, boy, howdy, yeah. To play uh, three different games and we, uh, you know, we tallied up. A rather arbitrary, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> s- scoring system based on those games, and we uh, tabulated a winner. So uh, stick around for that. It was it's truly a spectacular, uh, um, <laughs> spectacular contest. Yeah. Um, and at the very least, and then like the last segment is where we wrap up the the books, everything we read, uh, yeah, kind of reviews, our thoughts, deep dives into the literature. I'm going to keep going with the news to piggyback on our Wonder Woman talk. Some other news. Daredevil's Netflix series, the rights for the show, have now reverted back to Marvel after belonging to Netflix, and fans are demanding Demanding. (laughs) a revival of the show, Filler Crisis. Um, You know what? I'm actually going to say this is a
0: crisis. I'm going to have to agree. But not necessarily in the scope the very micro singular scope of daredevil but in the more macro scope of the netflix marvel shows that people really liked yeah man so what happens to those you know
1: i i honestly feel like they got to do some kind of defenders roll-up thing because i highly doubt they're gonna you know fit the bill for four shows what was it? it was daredevil luke cage Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, yep. Then Defender spinoff, and then there was like the Punisher show, yeah, and uh, yeah, and and, and there was a co- couple other ones. Um, there was the Runaway show that was on Hulu, right? There was also a Marvel show. Uh, There's then, a couple
0: on um, on some other channel, like uh, was it Legion? And yeah, Legion. Yeah.
1: and uh, Cloak and Dagger.
0: Yep, that's right.
1: Um, yeah. What what happens to to those shows? It's True. a great
0: question. I mean, Marvel has been so adamant about having this connected universe across both film and television so it always seems strange to me that these shows kind of existed did really well critically and through fan acclaim and then just kind of blooped away when their time was up so yeah that's why i would say it's important because there's a big fandom there and a lot of ip that people really like and can make disney a lot more money and and really grab people they need everything the mandalorian is not enough you know speaking of the mandalorian uh how caught up on you uh, on the show i'm it's impossible for me to not be spoiled i my phone immediately will give me
1: anything that happens seconds after it occurs it's it's a living (laughs) hell to be honest uh well i don't think either of us have been watching i mean i'm not even caught up on the on the first season not enough nerd sins on our part of course yes um but if you are keeping tabs on the mandalorian uh you would know that the Gene Trooper has officially been digitally removed from from that shot. Yeah. Filler, Filler of Crisis, Carl Weathers' TV directing debut, you know, has now become infamous in in Star Wars lore. Of course, dude. I remember when I saw something
0: like one of the first articles that popped up was like, "Should Star Wars make the Gene Guy canon?" And I was like, "We gotta burn it all down, man. We gotta burn it all down." It's so absurd Um, (laughs) And I bet you It seemed like it was an awesome episode Everyone seemed to love it I bet you Carl Weathers crushed it You know And he's been around action movies His whole entire career Right So I bet you did a great job with that And uh, It just seems kind of funny That that is the big takeaway from that You know Not to take away from The couple days ago reveal Which we all also knew was coming Like from miles away Talking about word. the A-word? I'm talking about the A-word. I'm talking about the big AT. Nice. I'm not talking about big ATATs either. Alright? Wow. Right? Jeez. Some people call them ad-ats. Those people are usually wrong. <laughs> Do people really call them that? People call them that, and there's like an excuse. Like in the Star Wars movies, <laughs> someone calls them ad-ats, but like every other different because ATAT stands for all terrain armor transport. Right. So every other. Thing like that, ATPT, ATST is always referred to just by letters. Right, of it's course. It's rarely called at pst or at st. Yes. You know, for obvious reasons. So I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not gonna be that guy who's like, "Oh, you pronounce Nietzsche? Ni- Nietzsche? You're you're a fucking Nietzsche idiot." You know, <laughs> right? <exactly. laughs> like
1: that guy sucks. So I'm just happy we're having the talk. <laughs> Speaking of having the talk, we have to have the talk about this one. Okay, oh, this is an instant instant crisis. A record. One point five million dollar sale of a Batman comic was auctioned uh, three days ago. A detective, a Detective Comics number twenty seven, right, which is of course the first appearance appearance of the Batman. Of course, like I said, went for a whopping one point five million smackaroons. What? Can, what is the um? What does the action comics go for? What does the action comics three point two million I there believe was the last sale That's... on the action comics number one.
0: Oh, That's a lot of money. <laughs> this, is, this is a pretty good amount of money. Um, it's actually kind of crazy, and then it's somehow disheartening <laughs> because it's like it's like wow, so cool comics, you know, right. as this like super collectible art medium, and then it's like wow, so cool comics. We're shutting them all down. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, Why will not you read the comics? Damn it! It's true. Stop spending one point something million dollars. On an old comic, and just spend five dollars on a
1: new comic. Dude, this this goes almost. It is the same thing, but also it's not the same thing as the Kickstarter thing. Or yes. talking about how wh- why is there just millions of dollars? Exact same, <laughs> exact same energy. <laughs> just, just just laying around here, you know, not being spent on this dying industry. Literally,
0: <laughs> what is going on,
1: man? It, it, it really is like literally not adding up. Like, yeah, financially speak
0: exactly <laughs> but i think it's pretty cool i mean how many other forms of media have a singular entity that will sell for that much like you know oh, masters I, for a song right, or something yeah, like that I
1: or like a very very few things actually we should look that up yeah like uh, action comics number one compared to like you know any other collectible item in pop culture across sure. any medium
0: because it's got to be things like You know, like big movies like Casablanca or um, original Star Wars stuff. Well, music like thriller, like first thriller pressings or like old mixes of that and shit. Like, I I can't be it being, I can't see it being
1: millions. I was thinking, uh, Maybe if it got into like like sports memorabilia, sure. potentially. Um, but then again, I don't really know the numbers around you know stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe Barry Bonds' you know home run ball. I don't know how much that goes for. Sure. Uh, but I feel like that's that's for probably in the in the millions of dollar range. I would assume it's got to be something crazy like right. that. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's an interesting point actually. I never really thought about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Strange that's,
1: industry. Uh, f- I'm arguably the strangest. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is really strange. This uh, this was kind of to be expected. It's just like um, some some housekeeping stuff. Uh, Marvel uh, has canceled a couple books. They were on hiatus due to pandemic, but now they have officially been canceled. That uh, Morbius book that was you know going to be going right. along with the uh, the film, which will probably never yeah come out now. Right? The Jared Leto uh, Morbius vampire film. Um, what else? There was going to be a Spider-Man Daily Bugle film that was <clears throat> going to highlight the Daily Bugle. Like a, Finally. Like a new- <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, there was going to be a, a, an adaptation of Robert E. Howard's Dark Agnes, um, as well as an adaptation of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Both yeah. of those were canceled. Yeah, that one's big, dumb, easy. Okay, I was going to ask you about that. Oh, it, I feel like it's kind of weird that the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker adaptation is a big, dumb, easy one to cancel. Yeah. You know what? It would have been.
0: <laughs> it it would have been a weird one in a different world. But <laughs> the fact that to this a year later, almost exactly today, mm-hmm. we are still having this contention and this insane divide in the Star Wars fandom about how to feel about the, the sequel trilogy you know they don't trust it like these toys aren't selling well if you look at the modern and by modern i mean right now in the end of november of 2020 star wars and disney is not looking at the sequels anymore they are not trying to sell you ray and friends they are not doing that if anything it's kind of shocking how much they're trying to sell you the prequels again (laughs) <laughs> um, it's kind of weird, you know? But really, there seems like they, they did that. It didn't work great. They're always going to be selling constant amounts of OT stuff because right. people just always buy anything Darth Vader's on. Of course. And so now they're trying to find their new world. And they got two things that are happening. 200 years before episode one, they're trying to do higher public stuff. Fart <laughs> noise. <laughs> the only reason I'm... The only, <laughs> The other reason I'm kind of excited about that is Charles Soule, who's a great comic book author, is, like, really spearheading a lot of it. And I want to give him a chance. Okay. Um, But it looks not great. I'm not going to lie. It's literally everyone's like, do the Old Republic. And they're like, no. It's like, how about the Mandalorian Wars and the Jedi Civil War stuff? It's like, how about Space Vikings? I'm like, that would normally be cool, but this is Star Wars. Right. we got to do something better than that. Yeah, for sure. But then the other effort is between... Six and seven, right? There's like there's about twenty something, twenty five years or so okay. between six and seven, or maybe even more. I always more. feel
1: like it's so much more than that.
0: It's like twenty five to thirty years between six and seven. How old Kylo is? Because right. the whole the lore is that Kylo is conceived. <laughs> Kylo's conceived the night that they take Endor and everything, and they blow up the second Death Star. So how old Kylo is? We got it, right? I'm sorry. That's hilarious, right? <laughs> yeah. That's our marker. That's also my marker from four to six. Because Luke and Leia are born at the end of mm, right. three, excuse me, Luke and Leia are born at the end of three, and then Luke's a fucking 20-year-old or something right. at, the, at the beginning of four. Right. So, like, that's my other marker, is how old Luke is is the period of time that passed there, and how old Kylo is the period of time that passes there. Makes perfect Which I kind of like, right? Right. But, yeah, so that time period's the other one they can kind of explore, and we see it with Mandalorian. It's clicking, and I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Nice. So, but, yeah, people didn't like it. People <laughs> not like the movie. They weren't buying other shit related to the movie. It sure as how I'm not going to buy comics related to the movie. No one's buying comics anyway. Except for us. Hey, yo.
1: Hey, yo. Uh, also, shout out to Emerald City Comics. Huge uh, shout out. Yeah. Uh, on, uh, had a fantastic um, local comic b- uh, bookstore day. Yes. Uh, not too long ago. Last week, I want to say. Um, unfortunately, was not able to get in there for Black Friday. Wild. Um, yeah. Thankfully, you know, Emerald City was following sh- very strict cover precautions. Um, but due to those COVID precautions, you know the the line uh, around the around the building yeah. <laughs> was uh, a so what I'm looking for it was a bit intimidating. It was. It was too much. I don't want
0: to wait in line outside. <laughs> and then the idea that there was a line like that the inside, I didn't want I don't want to
1: look at it. Right. You know. Right. So. Right. So we uh, we did our part and uh, you know tamed tamed our urges. I guess
0: it's true. Yeah, and they don't need our our dosh. They
1: got. Oh, we've have yeah. we, given we them vindage. yeah well 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 more than enough of our funds. <laughs> so we are, we're and, keeping them open, you know. And <laughs> anyone that supports a local business, <laughs> no, in the, yeah, it's in, in, true. In, in these parts, it, yeah. it, it is us. Woo! <laughs> Support your local stores. Uh, let's see. I think that is it on the news. Hey, oh, which will of course bring us into. The third installment of the House of Games. Yeah. Of
0: course it does, as
1: usual. Yeah.
0: That's, that's <laughs> Everyone usual. knows of this course. is issue 33. We know what happens now. Right. <laughs> I guess. I
1: guess. Gonna hop right into it. I guess I'll try to just pretend like uh, we're coming in from the last segment. Let's do it. You want right. to start with a laugh? Did laugh together? <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody laugh. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a great segment, right? <laughs> <laughs> I sure do love the news. <laughs>
1: so yeah that was another addition to filler or crisis uh and that brings us to our next segment which is of course our special for today the third Woo! installment of the house of games on the house of comics Awesome. and we are joined by some incredible guests friends of the show fans yes. of the pod introduce yourselves guys say what's up
2: what's, what's up i'm Arane.
0: and it's your birthday today rain yeah yay everybody
1: <laughs> at home clap for I
0: said at home, not you guys. <laughs> Whoa,
2: I'm at the home.
1: You guys got to make woo noises. You, do. We,
0: you woo. <laughs> Arane is a friend of the pod. Tell us your favorite superhero. Uh, static shock. Nice. Great choice. Nice. Solid. Next up, we've got the man with the rebel pilot helmet on currently. <laughs> it's on my third day out here. That's probably true. <laughs> what is, uh, what's your name, sir?
2: I can't do this, man.
0: <laughs> what? Tell, tell us your name. James? That's perfect. And, who's, <laughs> and who is your favorite superhero? Calendar me. <laughs> Next up, we have the lovely... Crystal. Yes, thank you for joining us. And who is your favorite superhero? Batman. Excellent
1: decision making. You can't go wrong. You're in the right house you truly for truly can't go wrong. So like I said, this is our third installment of the House of Games. So in honor of that, we're going to have our three contestants... Play three different games our first Woo! game is going to be called up close and personal we're going to take an up close look at a comic book character and we're going to slowly zoom out and the first person to tell us who it is who the comic book character is wins that round and have five rounds of that okay second game is hot potato hot potato i'm going to name a category and you guys are going to have eight seven seven seconds <gasps> in between each other to name things in that category. So, for example, if I say vegetables, it has to be, you know, turnips, avocados. Wait, avocados, vegetables? Uh, Probably. I have a question. in, in it. the
2: middle. That makes yeah. it a fruit. fruit. Is, is tomato fruit? Yeah. Yeah. Controversial opinions
1: are accepted here. <laughs> right, but you guys get the gist. And then the third game is who am I? Um, there's gonna be three questions or three um, facts I'm gonna give about the person I'm referring to. And then you're going to have to guess who it is based on these facts. You know, one fact will get you three points. Two facts will get you two points. And then one fact will get you, get you one point.
2: Is there cool. any of, any of like, the comic writers or artists? I'm no, it's, 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 <laughs> it, is, it is all you know
1: who all these people are. I, <laughs> I can guarantee you, for the most part, 98%.
0: We're having a fun time here. Everyone, look at you! You're having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, Crystal. She, she's glowing. Crystal oh, yeah, absolutely. is, she's
1: radiant. I'm ready. I oh, go! She, she is ready. That's what
0: no right. right. she did cheat. That's, she, so. that's a, all right. Everyone, put your phones away. Yeah, put
1: phones away. Uh, no, phones away. No, we don't need the phones. I know for what this you're right trying now. to do, you sketch. <laughs> that's but my yeah, so, our <laughs> your buzzer. Use your mouth as a buzzer. Whoa! Well, <laughs> I nice. mean, not like that. but... <laughs> nice. Just go buzz noise. That's a that's a different game. Right. But uh, our first game is going to be up close and personal. So we're going to queue up the uh, first image.
3: Buzz, buzz, I guess. <laughs> Who? It's Superman. Yes.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: didn't even zoom out. <laughs> wow. I even went with the one <laughs>
0: without the panties on. Yeah, wow. Still... I, was waiting, I was looking for
1: the panties. We I definitely, yeah. Super. We thought I was going to throw you yeah, off. Yeah, that was the goal. The <laughs> alternate name buzzer. for this game is <laughs> actually, whose crotch is this? <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot the of super crotches crotch. here. Crotch. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's one point to Crystal. Wow. <laughs> Coming out um, strong. Amazing. <laughs> all right, let's go on to our next round. I'm just saying she did look at the screen.
3: I did. Everyone
1: looked at the screen at least once. I watched all of you. So everyone should get at least one point. All right, we're ready. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Alright, nothing. Zoom out. Buzz. Who? Is it Wolverine? Yes. yes! Wow! It is! Really nice! Well done.
2: Oh, oh it's the, the little blades right there. Well, that was blades coming out no. of him. but oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no. I saw the top okay. of the X. I'm not going Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I thought that was
1: his like. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, look away again. I just want to
0: make sure this one's zoomed out properly.
2: Might as well just stare at Chris. <laughs> yeah, you should.
0: That's an alternate for this game. I before. mean, he's a
2: good looking
1: dude.
0: Okay,
1: go ahead and look. All right. Three,
2: two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> Can't see the crotch. <laughs> three. <laughs> That's fair. That's more than fair. Three, two, one. Buzz. Who? The Nightwing? No. no. No, okay. Wait, who is this supposed Is this supposed to be Heroes? It could be anybody. It could be anybody. Oh. It be any kind of character.
1: <clears throat> I say, I don't know, man. All right. <laughs> three. Oh, sorry. I'll give you a second. My bad. <laughs> this is <laughs> it's gonna come very quick, very fast oh yeah here. three two one
3: buzz buzz two. buzz
1: is it
2: the Hulk no oh,
1: that's good that's like not bad you're in the right place alright
2: Oh, buzz ah, is it by
1: fuck. chance venom yes he's
2: my chance. favorite <clears throat> villain <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> well, I ain't got a
1: clue nice. what's going on that was good <laughs> I saw the lower black <laughs> half I thought it was Nightwing's pants <laughs> nice. nice oh yeah yeah all right, over
2: here. Listen, I'm okay, I'm sorry ready. for everybody listening. All right, listening. we're ready. Go ahead, look. Buzz. Who? Starfire. Nice. Damn it. Orion is dominating the this round. Yeah, that was good. Hey, See, hey, don't forget those legs. <laughs> Jesus. All right, right? Oh.
1: seriously. Buzz? Yeah?
2: Nightwing? No. no. Okay, I decided to shoot. <laughs> Three,
1: two, one. Yeah, right. Jesus. right. <laughs> Three, two,
2: one. Buzz? <gasps> Who? Invisible Woman? Yes. Wow. Well done. All right. Listen, once you put the logo there, nice. no, I can't not guess it.
1: After our first game, we have Crystal with one, James with zero. <laughs> I hate and Oraine with four. Orain dominated that round. Well done. Well done. Okay. Move on to our next game. This one's called Hot Potato. <gasps> like I said, there's gonna be three categories. Okay. And once I name the category, you, right you guys up. are going to start just going off different things in that category. All right? But it's obviously comic book related. We all got any questions about the rules? You're going to have seven seconds to think of an answer. You got it? Huh? You got it. <laughs> Wait, is it seven <laughs> seconds, <laughs> then answer, or
2: answer within the seven seconds?
1: Within the seven seconds. Okay. So mm-hmm. I was going to get to you, then you got seven seconds. <clears throat> all right? Yeah. The category is comic book characters with colors in their name starts with whoever starts little, with whoever Green little lantern.
2: lantern Little Racist
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said that was a character I'm i was like, like Little, who is little Racist, racist. <laughs> you say okay it's perfect Green Lantern sorry right. uh, Black Adam perfect
2: yep it's Red Flash some I know it's some red you know what it's I'll count red. that <laughs> next <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Rachel. Um, Black Manta perfect yep Black Lightning perfect god damn it <laughs> I don't know. Red Tornado. Red Tornado. <laughs> wow. Black Panther.
1: out <laughs> right, of black things now. Or are we? We actually now are. Right. You Cain. can't well,
2: repeat. <laughs> you can repeat the No, thing. no,
1: no, no. no. Well, think of a different
0: color. Green Arrow. <laughs> nice. That's it. <laughs> that was... Perfect. That was good. Five.
2: Four.
3: Um, black Black Three. Canary, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. see, deep.
2: is it Red Arrow? Is it? Yep, That's there okay. is a Red Arrow. What yep. the hell?
3: <laughs> red Hood. Yep. Nice. Black Hood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, black Mask. All right. <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll uh, we'll just say Crystal's out for the rest of this oh, round. Oh, I okay. Guess. All right. A good try. So we're gonna keep going between James and Noreen, and the winner of this, you know, wins this round.
2: What's no. Okay, Black yeah. Mask. Okay, yep. I don't know. Red Robin. Yeah. Yep, that is a person. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, that is correct.
1: We need a ding. <laughs> Blue Beetle. Yep. Uh, Green Lantern. We already said Green Lantern. Said Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Did we? Where, where yeah, was you I You're yep. talking about Scott Gardner, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't. I know. Are we set the clock?
2: Different Green Lantern.
1: <laughs> no, oh, yeah, I just said... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different character.
2: Try a different color. Different color. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I already forgot the names. Blue Beetle? <laughs> <laughs> already been said.
3: <laughs> what year is it? <laughs>
1: Condomy King. To be fair, I don't have that many myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a runner. I got out. another one. Oh, yeah? What do you got? You, 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 you can dog? end it with this. Black Beetle? That's not a thing. That, no? It no. was in the Young Justice show. That don't count. That doesn't count? All right, then Black Bolt.
1: Yep, that is. Yep, yeah. that is also a thing. Yep, so, Arane wins this round. What, the co- what was the name work? of We should then? give James some points for coming in second. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: All right. so we'll, There uh, was a Black Beetle. What was the name of the guy? That... I believe there's a Black Beetle. I don't was know like what it was, it was it Man. He up went up beetle. against him. Yeah. In that show, though. Ah. Not Cannon. I said no. It <laughs> might be Cannon. Maybe. All right. So what for that mean? one,
1: Orion will get two points, James will get <laughs> a point, and Crystal will get, obviously, no no points. Easy.
0: How are you feeling so far, Crystal?
2: Uh, I'm still good She's crushing
0: it She's, crazy, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's got good energy How about you James How are you feeling What's the vibe Concerned
2: <laughs> Concerned As you should be That's <laughs> good
0: That's good in general For this year uh, Arane how about yourself I'm winning so. You are indeed winning That's how I'm feeling Winning That's how I'm like I'm
1: winning Well yeah. on to our next part Of this round <clears throat> This category would be Characters <gasps> Who are not from Earth
2: <gasps> Anybody mm. can start Starfire Yep. Perfect. Superman?
0: Yep. yep. <laughs> the character, not from Earth.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Strange? Whoa. <laughs> that means on Earth. Wait, yeah. I mean, he's... get out of here. You're gone. <laughs> he's a doctor. Oh, yeah, you're, you're out. Gone. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. I tried to help you. I was going to ask. No. I was oh, going to ask. <laughs> okay. Did it include anime?
3: Anime world? Whoa.
0: Yes. That don't count.
2: Oh, come on. That's,
0: that's not. Fair. It's got to be combo characters. <clears throat> okay,
3: okay, okay.
0: <laughs> so I'll give you another shot. Yeah, I'll give you another shot. Because <sighs> your head was in the anime. I get that. I'm Wonder Woman. She's from Earth. She is indeed from Earth. She is. <laughs> magical a Earth. But
2: yes. It's a magical place, though. It's real yeah, us. I, I, I get your
1: concern, <laughs> but. <yes>. Uh, which <laughs> Earth? <laughs> Does not right. matter which Earth? No, oh, any okay. Earth. Okay. Yeah, so we're on to the uh, second phase of this round. Again, so, Oran Ar- <laughs> and James, you got to keep going back and forth. Characters not from Earth. Black Adam. Well, Black Adam is from, from Black Earth. Black Adam is from Earth. Yeah. Thought, okay. Um, He's a man. We'll give you another chance.
2: Let's see. Uh, let's see. Black Fire.
0: Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> <Stop> it. <Cambrianian. laughs> <laughs> Easy. Uh, I was waiting for that to be
1: the next answer, actually,
0: after the Starfire, <laughs> to keep with the whole color scheme.
1: <laughs> I think people. Anyone not from Earth, maybe a different planet, like a planet right next to Earth, right next to Earth. Oh, thank thank you. you. Earth twenty-three. <laughs> well, that's still Earth.
0: Uh, is Beast Boy from Earth? yes yes traditionally Garth yes.
1: uh he has a sickness he does he's down with that sickness <laughs> five four three two one and this one is going to go to Orang once again the birthday boy <laughs>
2: dominating listing names i think i forget all the names i would have no, accepted
1: martian manhunter yeah, <laughs> Who? Is
2: it Trusitis from a different planet? Yes.
1: Uh, pretty much every lantern that's not... <laughs> Kilowog would guy. have been a great answer. Supergirl. Yeah. Darkseid any of the new Crypto.
0: gods. Yep, yep, yep. But I know when you're in this ho- when you're in the hot seat. Oh yeah. When you're in the spinning chair of
1: The Doom,
2: hot seat. Then, mind thinking, thinking of mind. colors and then putting things behind colors was the best part. You say list yeah. names I'll forget list. the names.
1: <laughs> Real talk. Alright <laughs> and this one this one is truly up for grabs I think. Last one to end our hot potato round. Is MCU movies. Hey oh. There's a good amount of them. <laughs> so yeah, there there is a there's a good amount, but there's also a finite amount. Yes. So coming out included us. or not? What was out? that?
2: Can they be coming out or no? Already they have to be released.
1: They have to be released. To to yeah. to be released. Uh does this
0: include Fox movies or is this only Disney MCU?
1: Only a Disney MCU. Okay. Like that's what we understand as the yes. MCU hard concrete. Our, our
0: proper canonical movie yes. universe.
1: Yes. We got it? All right. All right. Who wants to go first? Anybody can start. Black
2: Panther. Wow. Easy.
1: easy. Go ahead. The Hulk. Yep. Yep. The Incredible Hulk is, is in MCU.
2: Black Widow.
1: It's not out yet. It's technically it not out yet. It should have been out, though. I know. Sh- you know, it you know what? It should have You know what? I'll allow it. Sure. I'll yeah. allow it. I'll allow it. You got it. Amazing.
0: Crystal. You're good. You're hanging in there. <laughs> Look <laughs> right. at her go. Uh, <laughs> right. Iron Man. Yep. Okay.
1: Captain America. Okay. Yep.
2: <clears throat> Did we already say Hulk?
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this this There's an easy route that this can go.
2: Think
3: uh venom what mm. <laughs> I'm sorry i'm sorry I'm panicked. <laughs> no, you're i great. panicked no, i not, totally
1: get i will give you another seat. chance that is technically not um, in the mcu but i can understand why you're
2: confused thor yes, yes. iron man 2 yes, yes.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> yes damn. i said any of the mcu movies. movies
2: any of them iron including man 3. Sequels. <laughs> what yep
0: he said iron man 3 yep do it i know you want to Spider-Man Four? Amazing!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is there a fourth Iron? Man? No! let <laughs> well, to no. count uh Spider-Man. Uh, the what's the space? Far oh, from uh, home. Far from <laughs> home.
0: Might as well
2: be. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll give you another chance.
2: Thor Ragnarok. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> Nicely done.
2: Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes.
0: And yes. Spider-Man Far From
1: Home. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oops. <laughs>
2: Into the spider verse?
1: No. Sony. Now hold on. Sony. No. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they want to do it. I can tell oh, you. They, yeah, they do really want to do it. Alright, so sorry, Crystal. I'm gonna have to gonna have to bounce you out for for this one. We're calling it. Alright. On to, to James me. and Lorraine. Yep, and we're back in it.
2: Uh Captain America Civil War?
1: Yep. Yep. Uh Endgame?
2: Yep. Yep. Uh Thor uh Dark World, I that yep. was called. Yeah. Uh, yep, Infinity that's, War. That's, what was yep. that? Infinity War. Yep. Yep. Age of Ultron. Yep. Uh, Infinity War Part Two. That's Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> fact. There's too many movies of those.
0: Just too many. It's four.
2: Uh, I've lost track. There's another movie. Big names
1: were missing
0: still. I know. Give me a hint. Uh, the Marvel characters. Space. Oh yeah. It's Batista. A team, it's a team movie. Batista. Oh, five. Guardians
2: of the Galaxy. Yep. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yep. There it is. You know uh, the one. You said the sequel to Spider Man. What's the first one? Spider Man. I don't know the name of it. I'll count it. I will count it. <laughs> Spider-Man 1. Is it Spider-Man 1. It's Spider-Man rises. Um, he said the first Captain America, right? Yep. Someone all has said right. that. Yeah. Um, all the trilogies have been... Captain have been, Marvel. Yep. Yep. I forgot she even had a movie. Yeah. They all did. Uh, they all
1: did. There is at least one more. There's one more I'm thinking of, and Crystal said it earlier. Yes, yeah, she did. That should be the giveaway. Vandal. <laughs> no 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 not <laughs> in, this, in, in <laughs> the previous round yes. she said it yeah, she said the name already yeah uh, there's also there's definitely another one that I'm i've watching. actually started of watching there's, there's gotta though. be a couple yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah chris just watched all of them yeah there's, there's at least three at the very least that are still up i'm trying so, so one of you has to get one of them to win <laughs> or we split the I'm points
2: <laughs> give me something well, it's his turn, right? Or I, can I, can it was, it's, whoever, it's up for grabs. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. At this point, I'm saying whoever names
1: um, one yeah. is going to win. There's, there's three. There's three topics. I'm oh, sorry. There's three choices left. I'm pretty sure. I should have the list in front of me, but uh. I know, right? <laughs> we should have been checking
0: them off as we went. <laughs> yeah, that's okay.
2: I'm trying to play them back in my head. Which ones came out? When.
1: It'll take you forever,
0: dude. It's like it's it like a couple dozen
1: hours of. Oh, yeah.
2: Doctor Strange. There yes.
1: It is! Nice. And James takes the point. <laughs> incredible so two points to james for that round one point to our and uh good crystal work. yeah an incredible some, performance it's a great <laughs> effort it's a really good effort we're missing probably some, aren't we? the we're, most memorable I performance
0: it, it yeah. was what are the others that you were thinking of both the ant-man movies oh that's dumb. Dumb. yeah yeah i forgot about paul rudd oh yeah
2: i mean it's like 20 20- Two, 26, something like that. Paul Rudd. No, it's like forty. No, it's it twenty six. There's too many There's There's
0: 26. Yeah, twenty six. There's agreed too many. There's some cool. mean, Yeah, so you guys did really well. What's the point breakdown where we're
1: at now? So right mm. now, oh, I should add a little tally box. Right now, Crystal has one point. James. Woo. <laughs> James has four points, and O'Rain has eight points. Goodness. Patricia. You guys got Oh, I'm together. sorry. Oran has 9 points. Goodness. Thank you. So, but this this is the round where all can be redeemed. This is the round cuz like I said, in the uh who am I round, the first fact, if you get it off that first fact, that's 3 whole points.
0: Okay? This is huge.
1: So, like I said, there's going to be three facts. And from those facts, you're going to have to guess what comic book character I'm referring to, okay? Yeah, there's going to be three of these. First one. I was a leading scientist in my field of study.
3: Uh, Buzz? Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Banner? Yes! Oh my God! Oh,
0: so, I was like,
1: <laughs> oh I was like, I want to make this vague yet extremely accurate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how'd you do it? Wow, amazing. Uh, uh, <clears throat> incredible. Didn't <clears throat> not see that coming? Wow. Right? Huge plays coming three, out of three <laughs> Crystal. Three a Crystal, right out of the gate. All right, we're all. We're all yeah. on this on is the where the I just go downhill. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> all right, I'm. I'm. I'm questioning my question making. <laughs> that was insane. All right, well, the next one. I was originally designed to be scary. My second appearance. Second appearance was in a horror anthology.
2: Buzz, was it yeah. Batman. No. Oh, okay. Well, well. Anyone else? I mean, wouldn't you be scared of a dude that just dressed up like a buzz? That's the goal. yeah. yeah. Uh, scared. Buzz? Yes. Is it Venom? No. <laughs> that is scary.
1: James? Uh, the Hulk? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Second uh, fact. So you get two points if you get this. I am plant-based. Buzz? Yes.
2: Is it Swamp Thing?
1: No. no. Ignore that text
0: like that. <laughs> 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 Don't even worry about that one. That is-
2: I'm a swamp man. Buzz? Yes. Poison ivy? No. I'm just throwing out plant people at this point.
1: Plant man. I don't know more plant man. Nobody? It's fine. Nothing?
3: Buzz? Yes. It does it have to do with like
1: an it animal? Just, it just became 20 a plant, questions. Or is it just plant? <laughs> he is he, <laughs> oh. that's a plant it's, okay. it it's a he is a plant thing. plant thing. But he's not a swamp thing. Oh no. What? All right, I'm gonna move on to the next. <laughs> stupid, right now. Although all of my appearances in film have been CGI, I am voiced by an action star oh, who has appeared as a superhero. What? Group? That's
2: correct. <laughs> hey, that is correct. So you know what? Now, now, I know the whole scary thing. Can't yep, help
1: It's supposed to be a creepy, scary little plant monster. Yeah. What? He's all super cute. Yep. Yep. He is
2: cute.
1: That's how it works. All right, this is the last one. What's I was just going to say, maybe we should tell them which publisher it is. Oh, okay, fair enough. Just make it a little bit easier. Gotcha. So, well, this is the last one. Well, this one, this will be be obvious what publisher it is because of the the first fact. It's Batman. First fact. (laughs) Batman. I am a Batman villain. (laughs) Buzz. (laughs) I was a Batman villain. Well, I am. I'm not dead. Uh, Created in the 90s.
3: Buzz? Is it the Joker?
1: No. Condiment King. No. Both of those were created Harley in the thirties, forties. No. We gotta say buzz. Oh I'm gonna I'm gonna restrict buzz. everyone to two answers. So you're, you're, That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you got you got your two, Crystal. Guesses from this side? Mm.
2: Wait, two answers per quest per yes, like in. Yeah, yeah per, per fact. Mm. So you can get two, the two 90s nineties. Let's see.
1: Alright, James, nothing? I can't think anything. Oh buzz? Right. Let me
2: oh. Is it man bat? No. No, okay. Be no. It's
1: always buzz. a good yes. <laughs> it's man bat. Second fact. I was the focal point of two of the longest and most controversial Batman runs of all time. Yeah. This one's going to
0: surprise you because you're going to think the character was longer standing. Yes. You
2: Invisible Man?
1: No. I thought you had it for sure. <laughs> I, was like, dude, I, I, I thought it, you dude. had it. I, that's not even close, but I thought you had it.
2: <laughs> you can answer. You know that, right?
1: He already said, got <laughs> <and> king. <laughs> all right. We're going to the next next fact. He's it I am typically portrayed as a luchador.
2: Oh, Buzz. Yes. Bane. Yes.
0: That is correct.
1: Thank you. It's funny because you said Azrael and I was like, (laughs) uh. So close. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) From the same exact run. Yeah. Yes. So the two runs were uh, Nightfall, of course, and I was referring to Tom King's City of Bane. Controversial and long Batman run. So, yeah, let's do the point tally to see where we're at. Still did not do the tally marks on my own. (laughs) So, Crystal, you have four. <gasps> Huge. Nice. James, you have five. <gasps> nice. And Lorraine you have ten. Ugh. All right. Crazy. All right. This is our secret fourth round. Oh, Horror. Right. Kidding. Do no, <laughs> the air horn. Uh, But, yeah, this is a special bonus question that I have decided to make for five points because there is a five point difference between
3: (laughs) first place
1: and second place. The question is what is Wolverine's real name? Hate. Yes. It's Logan. Wrong. It's
2: not? I hate this
1: question. It's Wolverine, dude. No, oh.
0: it's Wolverine. What <laughs> are you talking down about? Down it's on the book. Chris. You know what? James <laughs> gets the point. It's <laughs> the
1: <book. laughs> oh my god, I hate this question so much, dude. All right, I'm assuming no one's gonna nah, get it. I All right. it
2: was someone to see.
1: Yep, like, yep. That is that is the trick question. the trick answer, it. the real answer is James Howlett. The worst Son question of god, a <laughs> that's such a dumb name. You can remember his last name is How. Like, like a Wolverine like might a do. Wolf.
3: Or
0: a dog? Whoa! Yeah, but dog. green he's, he's Wolverine. He's, Wolverine.
1: <laughs> he's not Dog Man. He could have been. He could have been though. He's dangerously close. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that makes Orain winner. Oh my god! Yeah. Ooh, happy birthday, Orain! Happy birthday. Speech. 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 Tell us how you feel about winning the first annual third installment of House of Comics. Nice. No <laughs> uh, House of Games. House of Games. <laughs>
2: It wasn't much competition. <gasps> Holy
1: <laughs> shit. Jesus. Decided to, he chose violence. He yeah. walked
2: into the games. He won,
1: <laughs> and he chose violence. I was turn. watching some
2: wrestling earlier, so I had to.
1: You know, he said, Bane's luchador. I'm a luchador.
2: Huh? That's a fair of course.
1: I'll James, how do you feel about your uh, runner-up position? Cheated. Cheated! <laughs> That's fair. He said, stop the count. Stop <laughs> the count! Right?
0: Crystal... In, an incredible performance, really. A-
1: Absolutely. Like, when, when they
2: should be embarrassed I answered the question. Sh- 100%. Questions. You're right. 100%. Or, you're a real... They should be
1: embarrassed. You you did excellent work. When and Everyone did. When we get messages about this episode, you're the one that will be talked about. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. Oh, we, I know. We will, you will be immortalized in time. Uh, with that being said, we'll immortalize this segment in time. Hey. Put a stamp on it and move on to the book review. Woo. Woo. So how what'd you like what'd you read? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: What'd I read I read the menu at the restaurant we went to was whoa.
0: Cool.
1: whoa yeah you will like spy island what what's your what's your distribution looking like over there there's this publisher called d c comics okay I was gonna say the same exact thing that I, I guess <laughs> I have there's uh, that's too many comics no, I hate myself um it's bad it's bad um, um yeah well, because I, I guess I should mention now, uh, X of Swords has wrapped up. Um, so if you guys have been uh, keeping track of that, apparently they completely sucked the landing from what I saw. Really? Of, of course, right? Right. Pikmin. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, from what I saw on social media, it was a pretty resounding okay. Yes, yes, totally into it. This was fantastic. So that might be something that I might have to, you know, go go back in, you know, because I I partially participated in. Have you been uh, keeping up with the pot (laughs) Uh, here and there? But uh, now knowing that everyone like is like a resounding thumbs up from the mutant community. The uh, mutant community. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of want to see what's popping with that. So we'll see. Uh, Nice, but yeah. uh, So I got. I got four DC. So, of course, we're, we I, we had to t- kind of narrow it down from the books from the previous week and the week before. Mm. I was able to, to completely narrow it down. I got it down like, like seven. I got six. Okay, perfect. All right, easy. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I start it real quick? I would love for you to start it real quick. Okay. Because I wanted to start with this because this was like barely a comic book. So okay. I feel like we gotta have like a different kind of conversation. Oh, about. dude! Oh, I got it here. Okay, yes, I got it here. So I'm of course talking about the other history of the DC universe by uh, John Ridley, art by Giuseppe Camuncolo, Camuncolo. Yeah, uh, sure. Love the word. And then a color by uh, Andrea Chucci, letters by Josea Uh with this a lovely uh, alternative cover by uh, Jamal Campbell. So cool looking. So I still am not sure how I want to talk about this book. No, yeah. Because I, I really enjoyed it. It was it was a great read. I had a fantastic time reading it. But two things just couldn't like leave my mind while I was reading it. The first thing was what I just said was that this is almost not a comic book. Okay. <laughs> this is This is just just John Ridley writing with some big pictures uh. behind it, you know what I mean. the The entire thing is is um, Black Lightning's narrative uh, throughout throughout the whole story. That's the that's the entire book. Okay. Um. So in that sense, like I said, it's almost not a comic book. It's more yeah. like just John Ridley's prose, like from the first sure. person of Black Lightning. Turns out that's fantastic. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was totally into that, and the the art is also pretty pretty cool because like it, it was it was a hard undertaking because everything was just kind of big splashes. You know what I mean? Sure. So it was like almost like no give. Every every page just kind of had to like either be something super interesting or it was just like okay, I'm I don't really need to. N- yeah. See the see the <clears throat> visual for this because this is not what's impactful on the page. The other thing about this, and I don't want to talk about this too much because I I don't really know how to go about going through the story other than just, you know, telling you exactly what. One to one. Yeah. Well, what happened? Because it quite literally is, like I said, black lighting thought process throughout the history, like a 20 year time span here. Uh, I cried reading this. Mm. There was there was a moment where I had to close the book. I was I was a bit tearful and I just had to kind of reflect on what was going on. Because this, uh, the way he John Ridley went about the subject matter was just so impactful. It was so relatable, like it, like creepily relatable. Like as as an African American man, on uh, and I, I don't I would hate to call myself uh, niche by any means, but mm-hmm. I, I hate to I, I could not ignore the fact that I have not taken the path of most African-American men um, um, in my situation sure. and um, at my age. So reading something like this and how it was handled, and I, I kind of want to just go through real quick, there is a moment where Black Lightning comes across Jon Stewart and he essentially hates him. Um, and more or less words calls him an Uncle Tom for, you know, tab dancing for the Justice League, sure. tab dancing for the Green Lightning Corps, being a yes man, uh, okay with being a number two. Meanwhile, Black Lightning, you know, is out here trying to protect the streets, be a real, you know, black superhero. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, this was my first time, well, not my first time reading John Really. I have read a couple of stories here and there, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, wow, like, I wonder if this is, like, his actual take. Like on John Stewart because I didn't have anything right. else to really go off of. Sure. Um, and then he like he probably tripled down on it, like in the book while I was reading, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like he like really hates John Stewart, and it was like legitimately hurting my feelings because <laughs> 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 I love John Stewart. Sure, sure. Um, and like he was like referencing actual stories that I remember reading, but like his take on them was like this kind of, like, flip version of, like, how I view the one I was reading. I was like, okay, like, I guess I get how you would get it from that, but, like, if you were, like, looking at it like that. Sure. Um, but then there was the part where Black Lightning kind of has this moment of reflection where he truly comes to this realization of the kind of man Jon Stewart is, why he is the way he is, and how he's, just, he's literally just a person being himself. And in that is how he realizes his blackness. Not by mm. being... Black in the way that Black Lightning is black, or how he goes about his daily life, but mm-hmm. by being himself, mm-hmm. and it was just like I said, I've I've literally had those thoughts and those conversations with with other African American men mm-hmm. about this like very exact topic. Mm-hmm. So to read it, <laughs> yeah, in a, in a comic book about Black Lightning with uh, iconic characters with with, with yeah. iconic characters about very very real subject matter about something you would not think about it and i'm sure no one was writing about it at the time mm-hmm. you know in the 70s 80s between john stewart and black lighting those narratives mm-hmm. um it was just, i was completely blown away i was taken aback uh yeah i don't really know what else more to, to say about this those were the, the couple things that i did not want to say uh please go out and read this if you ever had any interest um in the book yeah it's a, a 10 out of 10 for me i had nice. a great great fantastic time reading it thoroughly impactful i'd I don't think I'm going to read the second one. I think I'm going to wait for the whole thing for this. I see no point of like reading this month to month. Cause like mm-hmm. I guess I fucking cried reading the first one of these. Sure. You know what I mean? So I would much rather just sit down and really read this because yeah. it feels like this is going to like, this, this is saying something, this is different. This is not a comic book. Like I said, this is like right. John really like writing something. and I was right. Th- thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow.
0: Yeah. Powerful. Fantastic. the, what comic books are supposed to be it's and true. what they can be. It's true, know? yeah. <clears throat> this this whole medium is like, generally speaking, somehow weirdly, still an outsider medium. Yeah. This is still made for like weirdos, essentially. It's crazy. Even though you know Marvel comics and these movies make you know ten billion dollars every fucking second. Yep. And there's selling toys to every kid on the planet. Yep. There is something still So strangely unique about like the comic book experience and the comic book readers out there, like the people out there who still really read and really care about it. And it's so it's so special to see it come together with really great creative teams and really great stories and just and hit an emotional Mm -hmm. note in a really important time. Mm -hmm. Fantastic, dude. Couldn't agree more. Wow. (laughs) I, I can't. We
1: should not that last. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I want I need, I need to get it. No, up.
0: dude, I'm I'm glad you did it first. That was wonderful. I really appreciate you doing that. It was it was beautiful, beautifully said. And uh I'm glad you shared that with me Bank. and with everybody. Thank you. Um I'm going to combine one of or two of these. Okay. Because I don't necessarily think they need their own. I was gonna do death metal and The metal metal metalverse that metals all the time. Perfect. I forgot my death metal book, but I think I I got it. Got you. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So, um, let's do death metal first. Okay, perfect. Okay, so death metal, this is our fifth issue so far, right? Mm -hmm. And we have reached the point of oh fuckery.
1: Yes, 1,000%. We are
0: full oh fuckery. The The game is on the whole the the balls rolling we had the bat the castle bat castle attacked bat attacked
1: everybody which, which an was an awesome d- moment awesome moment was was quickly vanquished yeah. by castle doom right as it should be <laughs> uh and that was, of course, spilling out from uh, Justice League, the Doom Metal um, tie-ins, mm-hmm. uh, which I am not going to talk about because literally what happened was they beat the Omega Knight, and then Lex Luthor boom tubed away yep. to the panel that we're referring to right now. Pretty much exactly, a la how the started with Cyborg and Starfire boom tubing to st- right, <laughs> right into in the, yeah. yep, right <laughs> in the Doom Metal. What
0: the hell happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Um, so that was an awesome moment to see. It's great. I mean, we knew this was coming, right? This kind of happens every big crisis yep. that is a threat, a fundamental threat, an existential threat is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Because if you're threatening the entirety of existence, bad guys need to exist. They want to exist too, so you put aside your differences, you suck it up, and Superman and Lex Luthor work together. Of course. And they will every time, 10 out of done. 10, right. because Lex Luthor wants a, a world to rule and right. Superman wants a world to save. Yeah. And so it, it was inevitable. The Legion of Doom, Justice League, Smash Up, Uh still really cool to see.
1: Oh, yeah, it looks fantastic.
0: So and then we have some like some great introspective moments with Luther. I think Luther always is really fun and interesting to read during these crises.
1: I love Snyder's Luthor. You yeah, can, you can say what you want, you know, about you know the Snyder's Justice League run or you know Doom Metal, mm-hmm. but his narratives for Luthor and you know the dialogue for Luthor is fantastic. I love reading it. I can read it in that Lex voice. Um, yeah, I really, I really hope that it's adapted in, in some way because I really think that's one thing he's nailed um, yeah um throughout his comic book career uh scott snyder i'm speaking about
0: i really agree with that i think he understands the voice of luther as this as a man who has now gone from the very apex mm-hmm. a-o uh, yeah. and been back down thrust here with us mortals mm-hmm. and realizes his place in the world and realizes what that means. When you mean nothing, you mean everything. You right. know, when you mean everything, you mean nothing. Right. And Luther is just this really philosophical cat in a fucking robe with a scarred up face. Yeah. And he fits <laughs> this rule so well. He's a sage st- now. He is. <laughs> the story about him with his dad and everything, uh, yeah. and all that, and really And also
1: something that Scott Snyder has really kept um, weaving throughout his Justice League run. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And so that leads us all into our final we gotta get this done or else it's over thing. Right. Where we get the big reveal we've all kind of been waiting for too. What's going on with the man that bats, and what's going on with the Super Bowl? Right. What's going on? Well, Batman is dead. Yes. And well, what I called dying. Him? I called that. Yep, you're right. Mm. And uh, you nailed. It. I mean, the Black Lantern ring should have. It should have been. It's a tip. all that. Yeah, yeah, it you know, been but it's Batman. He of could, course, he does things that don't make sense. But this time he didn't. This time he uh, couldn't escape death. Yeah. So we have some pretty interesting stuff going on with that. Uh, what does that mean in a larger sense? I mean, are we, we're, we're rapidly moving toward cause we know how crises go. Right. Crises lead into some kind of reboot, you know? Right. So Batman being dead, Superman being, you know, anti-lifing. Well, this is going to go directly into future state. As we know. Right. So. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, <laughs> uh, what are, does this matter? Like that makes it hard, you know? I think we've we've leaned so hard in the meta narrative of you know crises happen all the fucking time and here's the results of them right, of in such a explicit way can you still pull off the batman is dead superman is dying and make it mean something
1: it it really depends on and I and I hate to say this, but it really depends on how the Future State Batman is received. Because Probably. I know that there's already set up for Tynan's Batman after Future State stuff ends. Right. But that stuff is also kind of gonna tie in the future state. So I really think depending on what happens with that stuff is gonna determine how quickly we're gonna feel the impact of Bruce being quote unquote dead in mm-hmm. in this. Because, you know, if if that stuff works, we can say Bruce Wayne died in death metal. He had always been dead. This this is the fallout from that. Right. Or we can, you know, hand wave it away in a myriad of ways that we've so done honey. over time. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> nobody's dead. N- yeah, yeah. Except for Alfred. Okay. Who's fucking dead. I, so, I, which I'm going to speak about a little bit later. I really am. Uh, but I've actually, I, I am starting to feel the impact of that the uh, way more as the months go on. I agree with
0: that totally. And that's another one of the books I'm going to touch on is 103. Okay. So we could definitely talk about that. I love that. Um, I love the plan destroy the planet, get everyone together. Oh, okay.
1: Supermen's. I also love that. I really like that plan. Like, uh, uh, duh, yeah, this is like the prime earth or whatever. Everything is centered around this. We are the center of the universe. If we knock it off its axis or whatever, you know, it'll be all out of flux. Duh, easy. Because you know, here we are trying to save it the whole fucking time. You know, we gotta blow this shit up. Of course, you fucking idiot.
0: Every time, have you tried turning it off and on? Really? You know, like. That was the plan. My favorite thing about this is you have a, a cadre of supermen, you have a bunch of lanterns, Abby oh, and dude. Swamp Thing, and then just Black
3: Adam. Oh shit! Just
0: Black Adam, yes. exactly, with the fists. Yes. Dude. and I'm like,
1: is Black Adam just a force at that level? Because that's where he should be. I'm very excited for Scott Snyder's Black Lantern. I mean, a uh, Black Adam solo oh, run. yeah, he definitely wants to write. Clearly. <laughs> right. You know, you don't have to hide away from it. We love Black Adam. Oh yeah. Put
0: him in the front. Let him blow up the planet. It's about time. So, awesome scene, and then chaos. Yep. You know, it's You're all famous. Ogre. Everyone's coming. Crazy looking Wonder Woman. Get crazy looking cool Spectre. Shots. Yeah. Awesome shots of people, and then the myriad Earths all surrounding ours. The last 52. Yep. And so, and that puts us right into this book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can skip this book. It's. <laughs> The metalverse who laughs is oh yeah is dude a piss what the take. fuck it's a piss it's a whole piss take <laughs> so the me- oh death metal brought to you oh, by yeah. Scott Snyder, Greg Capula, um, Glapian, Greg Capula who all right oh my God Jonathan Glapian on the okay. inks and FCO Placencia that's way too close to placenta <laughs> Jesus. we should consider someone else there anyway. A gorgeous book. They're always gorgeous. Oh, the dude, colors they, and, and the art is fantastic. Yeah. Sorry, to, sorry to rock on you. No, no, you're Placentia. fine. Yeah.
1: Uh Oh, you you're gonna buy that <laughs> to Placencia. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, Multiverse Who Laughs is, again, it's everybody uh, Snyder, Tinian, Williamson,
1: Patton, F- Oswalt. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Who's great in this? Shout uh, out to um, Modoc.
0: Yep. <laughs> Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor, nice. Thomas Ahmed, Gideon Green, Harden T, Mandrake, Eaton, Ratman, Spicer, Baron, Angiolini, S. Mandrake, and Hi Fi. So we have a collection of books, and this is—I um, knew what this was going to be the second I saw the bat. The excuse me, the King Robin thing. Oh, okay. Robin King. Well, when, that looks sick. Very sick. Great looking book. His, his part is called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark Multiverse. Okay, that's pretty and good. And I was like, okay, I know what this book is. Right. And this book is, you like, you right there, you dear listener, you love <laughs> the death metal, Scott Snyder Presents Dark Nights Presents Death Metal. Nice. Then this book is full of fun, dark, weird shit do we have characters, you know, we've got Ace the Bat-Hound. We have a strange Victor Zazz story that also stars Condiment King and Kite Man. Very explicitly Kite Man. Kite Man is central. Um, an awesome story about John Henry, uh, John Henry Irons, oh, nice. um, which is awesome. Steel. The, the legend. Um, shout out to Sheck. Shout outs. So it's just one of those books. The reason I'm including in the same breath as Death Metal is just because it's it's tangentially important in the sense that it's it, it's furthering our holy shit the dark metal the i mean excuse me the dark multiverse is extensive and pervasive and destructive right. and it's darker than anyone could have imagined possible right. with all the super pets are gonna are killing everybody right you know which is probably one of the more fun stories in there right. uh, which is great yeah uh at the same time, this is—I'm—I'm I'm nominating this for the most pointless uh, tie-in,
1: <laughs> but it's also one of the most fun. Speaking of nominating things for things, this is a good time to plug and to potentially ask you about. Sure. Should, should we do a year-end? End? Yeah, year-end list. We kind, kind of thing. We do some categories. Should we do most pointless tie-in? Aww, <laughs> I'm gonna take all this out.
0: I'm gonna edit all this out so it's way funnier (laughs) in the year-end thing. And everyone's like, "Oh, most pointless tie-in. That's so good. There's so many. How do you even choose (laughs) (laughs) in a year with Empire?" (laughs)
1: Perfect. Um, So we'll 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 start thinking about that.
0: Yes, let's do that for sure. We'll have a whole ceremony. We'll get dressed up. Cool. It'll be great. (laughs) But but yeah. Um, unlike Lobo, Lobo was. Super fun and actually felt like it had some uh, some real relevance.
1: Oh, yeah. I loved how much Lobo appeared in Death Metal 5 yes. directly after his tie-in. Uh, yeah, I'm like, this makes sense. This well, yeah. is cool.
0: With the army of Lobos. Right. The Lobo men. Sick.
1: The Lobo men.
0: Really, really fantastic. Uh, unlike that, this is super fun and great for that. Right. But do not feel like you need to go drop the 5 dollars Oof. Yeah, that's the that's the hard part there. So, right, for sure. but if you've got the dosh and you really love the dark metal universe and you want to have a great fun read with some really great talent, mm-hmm. this is great for that. Nice. So, I would suggest it. But that's it for the dark metal multiverse
1: transition into into that stuff.
0: I think it might be time.
1: Okay, cuz you have you have two, don't you? I have no, oh, just no. the one. I've okay. got I got 103. Okay. I will speak about Nightwing 76 by Dan Jurgens, rolling and uh, Ron Cucollet, the Heyo. usual suspects, and here we go. I like this. Hey, it's uh, happening. This, this, this was I, I. Like I've said before on the pod before, I, this is Dan Jergens's performance art. Right. <laughs> you know, DC. You know, the Dan Didio a couple of years ago said Dan Jergens, we're both <laughs> <laughs> Jergy, the Jerkman. We're both Dans, All right, on on the Dan level. Okay, Danny Dan. I need, to Dan. You, I need you to do me a salad. All right, I need you to make people fucking hate <laughs> Nightwing. I need you to make people disp- not even just the like the person. I need the you concept to we literally need to deconstruct it. Not even. I need you to. <laughs> I need you to decompose the the, the, the the figure that is Dick Grayson into this this just warped image to the point where you can use him as like, you know, a little weird Joker son things and Joker sure. War tie-ins. And it's like something I just roll my eyes at instead uh. of just not putting down completely. <laughs> 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 because that's where we're at. So desensitized. This... Proves to me that not only does Dan Jurgens is completely aware of his surroundings, which I have questioned over the last year and a half, mm-hmm. but he is also aware of the character of Dick Grayson and has a great inner voice for him. Uh, this. That's funny. Is essentially the the end. This is the end of of all of it. This is the end of the of n- <laughs> Night, Nightwing dead. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> um, kidding. The opposite. He's he's officially back in the form. Hell yeah. This is like the one hundred percent. Everything's in the past issue. Oh yeah. Um, it is him versus the KG Beast in a all out no holes bar beat him up. Which is was like very cleverly um, uh, narrated by Dan Jurgens because the the whole time he's speaking about how um, Nightwing is gonna win this time because it's up close, mm-hmm. like. You know, when you got me last time, you know it was a sniper bullet, you know, from a couple, couple buildings away. Sure, and you didn't even, you know, finish the job. Essentially, now it's up close and personal, and I'm, I'm fucking, you know, nightwing. I am you know? the wing. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna beat me in hand to hand combat. So he's just kicking his ass, and I, and I thought this was a uh, meta commentary on. I, I, this might be a little aggressive, but maybe Dan <laughs> Jerkins was saying, "Hey, man, you, know, you guys talking that shit from from afar, but you know, you're not gonna." Say like to my face, right? I, I'm, yeah, I'm still, I'm still Dan Jergens, which I will correct. say. Hey, listen, Dan, I've been to a couple parties. I'll put my hand on your chest if you try to <laughs> you know, walk into the VIP section. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Padna. Anyways, <Nice>. this was, <laughs> but no, I, no, I really like this. Uh, I, I it was also fairly emotional as well because, mm. like I we were talking about before, Alfred, Alfred passing away, and Dan Jergens really has been able to use that in a way that's impactful. He understands the relationship of Nightwing and Alfred. It was very much a father son relationship, very much a Alfred wanting and knowing that Dick had the ability to not become Bruce Wayne and, like, you know, very much adamant on him living his own kind of life. Yeah. And Nightwing, you know, over the years growing and understanding that Alfred was, you know, potentially right and he he could, you know, go away from the crime fighter uh, lifestyle that Bruce had kind of wanted for him. And we kind of get the adult version of that, where Dick is coming to the realization that maybe Alfred was wrong, maybe Alfred just wanted what was best for me, mm. even though that might not be the best thing for the people around me. And I, as a Ooh. man now, he wanted the best thing for his child. I'm not a kid anymore. You know, I can't. I can't make those kind of sacrifices in life the way that he wanted me to. You see what I'm saying? Heavy, right? Exactly. And and but he's also aware of the fact that dick so badly wants to speak to alfred about this you know Mm. he can't let go of the fact that he was not himself during the time alfred passed away right so he's still struggling with this he still wants to know what alfred will want him to do while also understanding that he has to do what's right for himself with the teachings of of alfred in mind not necessarily following them you know one-to-one yeah and that kind of culminates in, obviously, him whipping Cage's Beast's ass and, you know, letting go of that part of it. But it also culminates in him breaking up with B, which was by far the most um, redeemable part of this entire Nightwing Rick Grayson sure. thing. <laughs> yeah, I loved his relationship with B mostly because it was realistic. She yeah. was just a regular person that you know fell in love with a superhero who lost his memory, and she was like, "Uh, okay, I kind of know who you are, but you know the the part of you that I know, I really like. So, like, what yeah. does the other shit matter?" And Dick, for the most part, was like, "You know what? What does the other shit matter? Like, I also really like you." Yeah. But then he's doing the adult thing and saying, "I can't pretend like that shit can't matter. Like, yeah. literally, KB Beach is rolled up into your bar, and if I wasn't on my fucking a game, unlike I was." a couple weeks ago when the joker rolled up on you some shit could have happened you know what i mean this can't keep happening to you because i care about you Mm -hmm. so he like essentially says in like a a very emotional way he lies to her she's like you know don't you you know remember like all the times like you know i know you were going through the the things with your head but like is everything cleared up and he was like yeah everything's cleared up the memories are cleared up but my feelings aren't there Oof. but the whole time he's like that's not true like I I, I wish so badly I can just live Damn. this life because this is the life that Alfred wanted for me Alfred in a way wanted me to be Richard Rick Grayson he sure. wanted me to date the girl who owns the bar he wanted me to fucking own the gym or drive the taxi cab and stay out of right. trouble while yeah. the fucking cops and firefighters did all the hard work yeah. um, and just be a regular person he wanted me to do this but I can't do this this is not who I am and then Damn. that's kind of how it ends—him breaking up with B and then jumping off into the into the night. Damn. And like I said, this, this is fucking fantastic. This is, this is great. This is straight up Dick Grayson superhero goodness, told in a very well done, concise, uh, fast-paced. It had a lot of action in this as well. This was mm-hmm. the whole package of comic book storytelling from Dan Jurgens, and it begs the question: What the actual fuck? Like what, <laughs> what's been happening what in the actual hell has uh, been going on
0: well you know in batman 103
1: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no there's a perfect perfect segue <laughs>
0: it's, i wish it was um the big thing we have here is the more i think about it the more i realize that alfred's the lack of alfred is a real detriment to everybody right. here for sure he is such a grounding thing. And I think it's going to become. We've already did the whole thing where Bruce goes on his little drug trip for Grant Morrison uh-huh, and know. has his final words with Alfred. Right. In the end of Joker War. Right. Sure. Sure.
3: The,
0: as we dive further into his relationship with Ghostmaker, it is only going to become more important for him to have someone like that because now we are moving past. The family stuff and moving into his past I, there's no one who's going to be able to understand him as that person as he was the way alfred was would be able to because right. he was literally alive being his pseudo dad then right so it's not something you can turn to dick with it's not something you can turn to with kate or with anybody else or barbara right because they just won't be able to fill the boots that are needed by alfred mm-hmm. and really that's one of the things that this book does very well is We start off with Batman, 18 Bruce, 19 kid in the Gobi Desert. And we have this exchange with him and Ghostmaker. And it's kind of doubling down on the previous one we had in a much better way and way more theatrical way. Mm. You know, Ghostmaker basically shows up and says, fight me, pussy. And Batman's like, I'm in the desert. I'm clearly just chilling. Like, I'm trying to become one. I'm trying to imagine all the grains of sand and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And Ghostmaker's like... (sighs) <sighs> what's going on with you, Bruce? Normally you would fight me when I called you a pussy, right. you know, <laughs> like what's happening. And it's like, it's my adverse of my parents' death. And so he, they go into this whole thing about how Batman's emotions make him weak. Right. And that's something we've talked about before in the past too. Oh yeah. Batman's the fact that he even does what he does the way he does it. Mm-hmm. He puts the stupid bat on his chest. Mm-hmm. He fights for his mom and dad. He's been a kid since he's been an adult since he was eight years old. <laughs> All that shit is because he is just this emotional wreck underneath the bat suit. And so and Ghostmaker's like, dude, you're gonna get Everyone killed yep. you and all the people you care about, and your whole city. It's all gonna go up in flames because you are too emotional to do mm-hmm. the things that need to be done. And we smash cut to awesome, amazing art. Oh yeah! From uh, what is this? Mar- Gillian uh, March. Gillian March. Yep. Uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, this is indeed written by James Tinian Still, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, a wow. We have kind of like a collection of artists on this. We have Carlo Pag- Pagulayan. Danny Meekie and Gilliam March. Okay. And then David Barron on the colors. So, really great action shots, the two of them. You're going to have to. I mean, these, this guy is supposed to be Bruce Wayne's equal. He's right. supposed to be his peer and his rival since he was a child.
1: And he's rocking the
0: And he's rocking the... Yeah, with the parachute pants, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <David> <laughs> I fucking love it. He's getting it. So, we have some great encounters with them. And then... Okay. Problem. Okay. Here's the problem. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. One, two... Three pages. Okay, I a, about this.
1: A Harley talking about Ivy. Yeah. Now, well, because okay, so I I think this is something that Tynan has been tasked with. Yes. By DC editorials saying, "Hey, man." Harley's book isn't out anymore. Ivy doesn't have a book out anymore. Yep. But, like, those are characters that Huge. are extremely important. So, we're going to need to have that narrative kept up somewhere. Yep. I don't know why it has to be in the fucking Batman book. When oh, I know why. Because we fucking canceled Batman and the Outsider. And we canceled, you know, Batgirl. Su- and, and we canceled else. Yeah. Suicide Squad. So, yeah, we can't, you know, keep those narratives going.
0: Literally. And I remember, uh, I think, I can't remember. Oof, That's very. Cr- Paradoxical. Okay. I recall you talking about Ivy um in one of the previous I think it was maybe it was Detective Comics. Oh, it was it a, was
1: it was a one of those uh Joker War zone. It was a it joker. It was War the zone. Joker,
0: you know, literally the only Joker thing. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how they mentioned Ivy's like a thing. Right. So maybe that's what we're kinda leaning towards. Harley misses Ivy. She's right. ready to move on with her life. You know, blah blah blah. She's elder millennial doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um
1: very 27th. Yes,
0: right? And so she's missing her. And I know that we are probably moving towards Ivy becoming a player in this. I know that that's going to hopefully be a thing. And I hope it's really cool because I do love Ivy. And we had a whole thing about yep. how Ivy is completely underserved mm-hmm. being just Harley's love interest. Mm-hmm. She'd be way more. Uh, it it happens. And the way I read this is almost like comical. Like I got read this We too. Okay, cool. So how would you feel that we went from epic fight to just hard zoom out to Harley talking to a plant
1: oh i thought it was funny
0: it was funny right (laughs) and but like
1: i don't oh i I get what you're saying yeah i
0: don't think we needed that
1: yeah no you're right you're right it it would have been better served somewhere else and it took a lot away from what was supposed to be happening yeah yeah no, I, I I definitely agree with you in that sense.
0: It was, and we had this kid with
1: the bat, bat, and doing the whole thing. So yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah, I thought that was just supposed to be like the comic relief, right? You know, yeah. It's it is fun, and it, but it is was a lot funny, but it's just
0: like, well, I just didn't want it there. Right? It was, I mean, well, it was pages of it. It you was, know? T- and it was too much of it. We yeah. could have done it a lot shorter for sure. But anyway, Batman stabbed again. The Goddamn, he okay. can't stop getting so stabbed. So I was
1: going to say, dude, why is this a thing? And I feel like this is an ongoing joke now. Time just, to, yeah, yeah. He's just fucking stabbing Batman like it doesn't matter.
0: He is 100% willing to stab the Batman. We get Harley cracking jokes about Ghostmaker's name, which is fine. That would have been the perfect amount of comic relief. Uh, and then we have the whole reveal, right? So earlier in the issue... Ghostmakers like I did all I you know I shut down this guy and I did help the police when I stopped this smuggling ring
1: And that was before I even got off the plane exactly So (laughs)
0: Ghostmakers a real badass and does his job way better than Bruce and then we get the real the end No, Bruce was watching all these things on purpose and leading them to the ultimate conclusion to get even greater results You fucked up a Rico case (laughs) exactly literally right so we have all that occur We are at this point a fevered pitch. The two of them are fighting. Harley's knocked out. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the kid, clown hunter's knocked out. Hilarious. Get hits with the tranquilizer dart, and then we have the the kind of the ominous. Tra- darts. I know tranquil darts to the. <laughs> anyway, we have the ominous. Uh, I'll show you what Gotham's like with a real crime fighter in charge. Right. So. Right. I'm,
1: how you how you feeling about this?
0: I, it's so unfortunate that this is happening right after Joker War. Yeah. So I understand that we're soul searching for what Gotham is right now and right. what Batman is, especially in the absence of Alfred, it's very much felt.
1: The souls of Gotham is
0: <laughs> dude, but how many times are we doing this? Like, I'm sick of it. Like we can't do the soul of Gotham every six issues. But you know? it's it's up for grabs, dude. Constantly. I think that's the soul of Gotham. Is that it just doesn't have it needs some time to figure itself out. She belongs to the streets. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so I, it's a little frustrating that we're going to see this because we I like I felt like we just saw like here's Joker's Gotham it's like okay well here's Ghostmaker's Gotham I'm like the you know what? Yeah. The U S government does need to
1: just jettison Gotham Gotham is just a problem <laughs> it is not worth it you know well so here was here was my thing about it in a way I I I'm liking it from something that you mentioned earlier I like Ghostmaker kind of being that guy saying. You're a bit too emotional about this. Yes. Because a big part of what we've come to like about Batman over the years is that he has opened himself up. He has. Yeah, I agree. More of a family man, more connecting, more focused on relationships. We love that aspect of it. Yeah. But I do like someone like Ghostmaker, or whoever the fuck Ghostmaker thinks he is, coming in and saying, like, I get you were doing that thing. But you gotta remember like what got you here. Like, yeah. like you, you are the Batman because like for so long you were emotionless. You were cutting people off. You weren't fucking with anybody. Yeah. And that's how you got like real results now yep. you were like failing at being a crime fighter before nope. you like had a family like you were kind of like still the shit but yeah. now you're like this kind of emotional wreck and look what keeps happening keep losing the city the soul is constantly up for grabs yeah. you got people like me coming in and i also liked it because i feel like it's doing a um uh i, w- I wouldn't think about this without that little uh that um story that Grant morrison did when he did the uh, the gentleman ghost, not gentleman ghost, what's the other character? Silver Spectre, some shit?
0: From the from the anniversary edition. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: When it was talking about like the idea of Batman and like how it was not just about being like a dark figure mm-hmm. that like fights crime and has to like be like certain like accentuated aspects of, yeah. of the character. And I kinda like that Ghostmaker is kind of like that in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, he's he kind of having like that silver specter ghostly gentleman ghost kind of vibe, but almost like it's like sleek it's like toned down in the sense he doesn't have horns he has like you know the parachute pants yep. he doesn't have like you know gloves and like high heels he has like you know the yeezys he's an anime character right yeah it's it's, it's it's interesting design compared to you know what the character represents
0: i agree with you i think that that's what he's supposed to do i think it's a modern it's a modernization of that and in a direct shot the way that Graham morrison fired it you know right. and so if that is if that's what this is if that is we're having six issues of Ghostmaker shows Bruce Wayne what Bat, what Gotham isn't supposed to be, <laughs> so that we know what its soul is supposed to be. Right. Then I'm fine with that because you know Joker doesn't. Joker's Gotham isn't even a real thing. It's not. Joker's Gotham is just anarchy and death and it's chaos. Anti-God. It's yeah. So like that's not even a real place. Right. You know that that's as real a place as the bottom of the fucking ocean. You know it's just the same thing. Right. Right. Ghostmaker. Is a dude with, with a whole very complicated, very strict moral code in him mm-hmm. that has an idea and a vision for what he wants this to be like. Right. That couldn't be any more different than the Joker. Right. And so I will accept this if we are going forward to, Bruce, here is how this sh- city is not supposed to be, even mm-hmm. though this is how I think it should be, right? Right. But uh, this is Tinian telling Bruce the soul of the city is decided and it's decidedly not this shit. Right. You know? And so take a step back. You got too much shit in play. Right. You got so much happening with Selina, with your whole Bat family back in play. Right. Alfred is dead. I know you're not done with that shit yet. Right. You caught Lucius up and his whole family and all this other shit too.
1: Yeah, too much going on. It's a whole lot for one dude. So, this is what happens when you get other people this, involved in your shit.
0: Exactly. This is what happens, you know? So, if that's where we're going to keep moving then yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. And I did like this. I right. mean, my detracture just in the middle of the story where it kind of felt like a little bit of a speed bump for sure. the plot, I, is n- not that bad. It's definitely not that bad. So, yeah,
1: I, I it, it really depends on how you how you want to take this. Like if you if you were just trying to enjoy a Batman story, like you may or may not like this. Yeah. But if you're more focused on the grander scheme of what you know, Tynan's Batman is, uh, and Tynan's Gotham more or less shaping up to be, this is a little bit more important, a little bit more crucial.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. You know, we are still waiting to see the full results <laughs> of what the Joker War has been. I'm going to keep saying it until we get it because I'm I'm going to start a counter like okay. one week since joker war you know like <laughs> wait, since joker waiting yeah <laughs> x days since joker war you know and i'm waiting i'm still waiting and so i maybe that's it maybe the the whole the truly mutable nature of gotham is so fucking insanely fluid now mm-hmm. that that is one of the results of the Joker
3: War. Is mm.
0: it's just whatever, man. Right. It's one week it was Joker, next week it's Bat Family, next week it's Ghostmaker, right. it next month anything. it's Ivy. Right. You know, like it's it's, yeah. it's all so destroyed at a fundamental level of trust from the Joker War right. that there is no foundation in the city anymore. It's the foundation just, is whoever just has the power at the moment. Right. You know, that
1: could, could be the road we're going
0: to. It could very well be. But, you know, we'll just have to find out. And I'm, I'm happy to stick, keep going. I mean, right. the book's good. The right. opinion's great. The art's great. So really not complaining.
1: Don't know why I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Um, I am going to. I mean, we've been talking about Harley, so we might as well keep it up. Right. Sure. Uh, we got the finale. The big 1-1. One, one what? Issue 11 <laughs> of Suicide Squad, Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad. Just as planned. Um, <laughs> Just as planned. <laughs> With the uh, artist assist from... Why did they do this? Art by Bruno Redondo. Love it. Let's see. Out in colors by Adriano Lucas. And this is... Uh, a. <laughs> we... I'm going to just jump right through. We essentially hand wave almost... All the impactful losses that occurred throughout this series. Wait. Except Deadshot. For Deadshot. Okay. <laughs> I
0: was about to say no, they, yeah, no, no, they would not
1: dare. Deadshot super dead. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sick. Uh, which, you know, I feel like I've, this this makes me feel like that this whole book was just Deadshot is a big enough, cool enough character that has become a little auxiliary, and we need to kind of get rid of him sure. in narratives. What's a cool send-off? Hey, Tom Taylor, do you want to write a fun suicide squad book? And he was like, uh, oh, you know, sure, maybe. Like you, <laughs> you get to do your own thing and you get to kill Deadshot. I was like, you know what? Yes, totally into that. This yeah. what this book is like has culminated into essentially. Which at the end of the day was very fun. But also I, I can't help but feel like I didn't get like that that real good payoff feeling from this, if that uh. makes any sense. Like I can't let go of the fact that this is not how this was supposed to end? Like so many things. Okay, this is how fast this happens. So jog, as some of you may remember, he was a uh, he was a speedster in the group that died around like issue number four or five. Right, I remember S- that. Super emotional. Right. Uh, <laughs> like like out of nowhere, I'm like, damn dude. Like he's like dead, dead. Like I was like really liking that guy. You know, fun black character was a speedster. Um, new new character, Tom Taylor creation. So I'm like, okay, I can kind of get into this. Neat. He dies. Murder. Uh, super. super emotional. He's back now. Dislike. Even crazier, turns out he's back because the Black Racer has brought him back. This is a new design for the Black Racer. That's wild looking. Right? You know why he's been brought back? Let's hear it. Because he is the son of Black Racer. Of the Black Racer. Alright.
0: That's a lot what that's that seems like a lot
1: and i'm reading this i'm like you know what i hate that this would be cool if this mattered right you know what, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this would be super cool if this was issue number 23 or 24 Dude. of the suicide squad after he had been dead for forever then we start the second arc Of some shit, and then it's like, oh shit, what's going on with Suicide Squad goes into space or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then they start fucking around with the Cosmic Suicide Squad and blah, 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 blah. Then the Black Racer pops. You know, that's some Tom Taylor like shit. Not the Black Racer just popping up off through a couple panels and saying, Jog, my son, you know, you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's like, you are the, you know, and he wants him to be the next Black Racer. Sure. And Jog's like, wait, what day is it? wait my friends need my help fuck you dad i'm, I'm a member of the Revolutionary slash suicide squad so black race was like okay sick i guess i'll talk to you later and then they're literally gonna talk like some other time um, perfect right so transition to the place that was blowing up remember in the last issue the country was blowing up because the chick she's a mutant sorry metahuman <laughs> right <laughs> that has the the big the bombing powers um and she's about to explode and they save her because Jog's there. He does a super fast, super boy thing. Gets everyone to safety and then saves the chick who was exploding, which doesn't make any sense to me. That wasn't. That was, he outran the explosion. See, these are the things that you can't do when you don't have a 12th issue. Yeah, um, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Justice League crashes the party. They say, hey, guys, this shit kind of got out of hand. You know, give us black mask uh, and, you know, Cause he had some war crimes. Yeah. He has the answer. <laughs> and they're like, nah, we got to kill him because this is the kind of shit we've been on the whole time. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just kind of like whatever, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's literally like, okay, this is, was a, this, we're going to hand wave it away with the justice league showing up. Like, yeah. All right. Uh we have a cool moment when Harley, uh, quitting the suicide squad slash revolutionaries. Um, to do her own thing, essentially go be Harley. But, uh, what she does is she goes to dead daughter to comfort her. Like I said, you know, dad just died. Um, and she just kind of goes to her and says, you know, let me tell you some stories about your dad, but you know, like the PG version, I'll keep it. Sure. Keep it clean. And, uh, the daughter says a fun little exchange. She was like, Oh, like, no, like I want the details. You got to tell me everything. And Harley's like, I literally can't tell you everything that happened. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so uh, the uh, Justice League, they take Black Mass, the our pseudo-suicide squad, they do this thing where they capture everyone that's ever been a leader of the suicide squad and say, uh, hey, no more. No, 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 nice. no, 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 no. Nice. The suicide squad can never be a thing anymore because Tom Taylor said so. Ah, uh, this is the new thing we are the revolutionaries sure why not so we're going to get a book probably by Tom Taylor called the revolutionaries featuring the characters that were already in Suicide Squad Perfect. we're going to get a fresh revolutionaries number one um, for a series that is probably going to not do as well as a Suicide Squad book would do no chance More, more than likely but yeah this is alright you know, it was fun. Uh, the whole the whole series has been fun. You know, the the first five issues, fantastic. This 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 book had a lot of steam, like when it started. But you know, as soon as we got the announcement that it was kind of ending, and then it kind of got very apparent that you know the stories were gonna matter less and less and less and less. Yeah. And uh, it kind of just culminated in, you know, like I said, the Suicide Squad not existing anymore because of whatever essentially and then we're getting a new team of people that were already the suicide squad
0: wow well you basically just already did the review for john constantine's hellblazer
1: seriously in
0: in an eerie way (laughs) (laughs) so there's a couple things that are opposite though one this book picked up over its last Oh, five or six yeah. issues. Right. It has gotten significantly better as it's neared its ending. Right. It was things that were like kind of antithetical to what you were saying. Doesn't matter. Okay. We'll go over it. Because almost everything else eerily is very similar. <laughs> so Simon Spurrier, Aaron Campbell, Jordi Belair. Nice. This is it. The Sandman Universe presents. John Constantine's presents. Hellblazer presents you know sneaky boy right sneaky boy. the magic boy <laughs> and boy is he magic <laughs> and let me tell you about magic it's all bullshit according to johnson constantinson nice okay <laughs> so we started out in case everyone forgot the parliament's having sex with the wounds of a giant that's under the actual building of Bartlett. I Totally forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> if that is... Oh yeah,
1: that's right. If yeah. that
0: hasn't stuck with you somehow,
1: that's right. Literally,
0: that's the first page. Fuck yeah. They're wow, fucking Albion. Jesus. Right. Christ. So they're having this very not subtle metaphor, <laughs> or is it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is that book. We do that. So we start with, um. With Willow Tree or whatever his name is, uh, the, the hippie dude with, oh, yeah, the, with yeah. the man bun. Yeah, my guy. And Nat, the one who runs the bar right. with the unicorn horn, uh, brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to save the giant. Okay. And so they go in there and they're doing this whole thing. And Constantine's watching them from afar from the lair of that. I think his name is K-Mag. He's like a drug dealer slash mystic.
1: Okay, and he's
0: the one who was also with um, that black dude, the the kid who can't speak. I think his name is Noah. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember so he's this. been he's been very prominent throughout all these. Like right. he's kind of he's been on the first issue actually, I believe, right. and he showed up a lot. And there's the, there's the whole thing with his grandmother, or, or, his, or I think it was his grandmother in the hospital, right? And he's been showing up throughout a lot of it. So they're watching him, and Constantine's like, "This is this is buggered, mate. You know, in it." Right. And there's him like in it. <laughs> so cool. All the like the dark yeah. magic imagery in this is great. Super. The art has gotten just more and more just amorphous nice. and strange. And it's just sometimes I just look at panels and I don't know what they are, but I know what they're supposed to feel. Like I know what like we're trying to convey here. Like I know the emotional impact of it. Right. And that's almost more important. So what we end up having here, the other thing that occurred in the last book, or a couple books ago, was. Old man Constantine has revealed that he wants Constantine's soul, but he needs it in a different way because Constantine's soul is so full of guilt and shit and badness right. that he just, like, couldn't. He like, needs if you, that fresh soul. Yeah. If you gave, if, if you just had Constantine's soul, you'd just, like, have a really, really tough time. <laughs> We're going to learn the extent of that. So we have this moment where everyone's basically Noah's like, you got to save your friends are going to die in there. And then KMAG mags like, yo, you show me a more like dark magic shit. Like I want to, I want to get more advanced with my stuff here. And he's like, he's drug peddler too. So he's kind of like not a guy. You really want to show a lot of dark magic. Right. So Constantine's like, you know what? I'm done with this. Fine. Everyone's dark magic. We're doing dark magic. And everyone's like, he's like, slit your wrist. Let some of the blood out. We're going to do some hardcore dark magic right in here. Right. Because his whole shtick is that when you're doing this magic, it's all about, Giving more than you will get back. Okay? That's right. why he's talking about how, like, when you see magic in movies, it's all bullshit because in reality, nothing is free and the, there's always a price that's higher than the prize. Do you read this? You read this? Right? Dark Dude, we're doing. All these books are the same. <laughs> oh, absolutely. All books is the same. Absolutely. Awesome splash here of Ooh. Constantine spilling their collected blood so they could scry and see how his friends are doing. That's sick. Right? And then he. Reaches into the blood and starts to mess with the blood, which is actually messing with what's happening in real life because it's messing with what people believe is happening over there in real life. Jeez. So it's not actually doing anything, but it's making people think it's doing something. Right. So it's causing them to react adversely, which causes things to happen. It's one of those deals. And if this sounds like Department of Truth, it's going to sound a lot more like a Department (laughs) of Truth coming up here. So there's Albion getting up. It shakes Mm -hmm. the ground and wrecks everything there. And we have some interesting things that occur here. So we find out that Albion is this – I'm just calling Albion this giant, Mm -hmm. right – ...isn't actually real. Excuse it's me? empty. Uh, Constantine calls it an ashtray full of, full of toxic pride, right? Uh, what a beautiful thing. And not only that, but he goes even further. He calls it a straight-up tulpa, just like from Department of Truth. Oh so gosh. for our readers who are unaware or forgot what that is, tulpas are basically things. They're thoughts given flesh they're things that you will into existence, essentially. Mm-hmm. So this thing isn't real. It's this thing that was—it was a thought given flesh. It was intention given a given form. And who's given this thing form?
1: John Constantine.
0: Of course, old man John Constantine. And it's taken up all that mm. toxic pride. And this is the big daddy of it. And this is when I was like, "Oh, this is running through the whole thing, right? Right. This is if there is one, the philosophical heart nice. of the John Constantine's Hellblazer Sandman presents. Next. Nice. This is it." the nature of pride and how dangerous it can be.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So when you think back, all the things have been like that with the mermaids and the toxic pride with, um, with the guy who thought he was, and maybe was William Blake. And he was calling on angels, Mm. that kind of stuff. Um, the ghost who was killing the racist ghost, (laughs) you know, like all that shit. It all comes back to that toxic pride, that false patriotism, that populism that promotes, Mm -hmm. you know, that us versus them state. Mm -hmm. So, but what's the point, right? We've been doing this whole thing for 12 issues. What's the point of why John Constantine is trying to do this? Right. So, we finally have all, everything falls apart before we get the good answer. Constantine's starting to put things together. He's like, all these have been fake this whole time. They're all just collecting bad, toxic pride. What's the deal? Well, everything falls apart. His friends are saved, but the demons are out and they want him because they sense John Constantine's blood. And he's like, that doesn't make sense. So they all come for him at the same time. Old man Constantine's like, I'm coming for you too. Your time is up. That was the last I needed of my pride or whatever. I'm coming for your soul. So Constantine's like, okay, I promised I would give you it willingly. So what do I do? He's like, just kill yourself and I'll take it. Constantine's like, oh, shit. So his plan involves fake overdosing on heroin. What? Astral projecting himself out of his form and replacing his form with vestibulin, his pocket demon that lives in his cell phone, so that when Constantine comes to take the overdose soul, vestibulin, this pocket demon, goes into old man Constantine and kills him. Solid plan, right? Jesus Christ. Wacko plan. What the hell? Completely bollocks plan, right? (laughs) But he does it. You know, he's seeing. <laughs> he shocks <doesn't>. <laughs> himself full of the heroin, like lethal dose heroin, you know? Right. And he goes in and he makes this whole deal. He's like, I'll give you my body. If you make this happen, he gives K mag his body and he's like, that's not going to end well for you, dude. So, but he astral projects before he dies. He puts vestibulin, crashes the phone. He has Noah destroy the phone. So the vestibulin ghost demon thing gets out. It's looking for a host. Constantine's body's empty, right. so the demon goes in it, of and then Constantine overdoses, so the ghost comes out of it, and it goes to old man Constantine. Gotcha. So this is when it all falls apart. We have this really cool splash there. It's like, oh, maybe Constantine's plan is going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. And um, well, that's weird. Why isn't it working? Vestibulin says there's nothing here. He's not real. Old Man Constantine isn't real. Old Man Constantine is also a tulpa. Old Man Constantine is something that dying Apocalypse Constantine willed into existence. He felt the end was nigh, and so he wanted to see himself as a happy old man. The himself he never thought he would see. But as the universe is crashing down and Constantine is the sorcerer supreme here, He manifested himself. A fake himself. Dude, what? Oh, no. This is where... Another similarity. This wasn't supposed to happen in 12 issues. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely not. You also notice we're halfway done. Oh, whoa. Yeah, wow, what? So I'm picking up the pace a little bit. Okay? So we get this whole experience. He makes his own old version of himself. Makes a deal with an old version of himself to escape doom, which is like... What's going on there? Uh. So... Vestibulin can't go inside of him. There's nothing there. This is when Willow and Nat show up, accidentally kick the salt circle. Huge fucking mistake, by the way. That is in every Constantine book. They do the whole thing. The demons come back. The demons looking for the demons show up. They take over K-Mag's body. And then Nat just kills K-Mag. What's going on? So the demons come out of them. They go into Willow's body, the redhead dude with the man bun. No one knows what to do. Constantine's a ghost. He can't actually get anything accomplished. He's like screaming at people. And he's talking about how everything's gone tits up, tits up. It's all fucked up. It's all blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, tits, oh, tits, oh, tits. And then Noah's like, he signs like tits. And then Constantine's like, wait, Noah, can you hear me? And so he tells Noah what he has to do. And it's fucked. He tells Noah to kill Willow, dude. He tells him to kill him. So Noah goes up and stabs a knife into his neck, kills him, and the demons that were inside of him drag Willow's soul to hell. What? So John forces this kid to kill a man and damn his soul to be tortured. At this point, I'm like, How many pages are left in this? What is fucking happening?
1: Yeah, dude. So, yeah, what what the hell?
0: And the problem was, that's not even the real problem. That was just the demon problem that Constantine fucking created himself. Now, old man Constantine's here for his soul
1: anyway. Right. Yeah, that is the resolution that we need.
0: That's what we're looking for here. So, (laughs) we have, he shows up, he's like, sorry, love, time for your soul to hop in. I've got everything I need to make this happen. Like, you know, you're just going to have to top in the old man. So he starts hopping to the old man, and Constantine's like, wait, no, none of this makes any sense. Why the demons were here, they shouldn't have known I was here. wouldn't use my blood on purpose. I used their blood, so they didn't know I was here. Click. Why could Noah hear me when I was screaming? No one else could hear me. Click. It's all falling into place for Constantine, and then he starts thinking back about the curse, about how there's this woman who's connected to him, about how Noah showed up to save him, but no one, he didn't know he was supposed to be there. Like, he just appeared from another multiverse, essentially. He's like, why is this all happening? And then Constantine puts it together. Noah is his son. And there's our other compare another thing. Boom. Out of nowhere. Are you fucking John Constantine has a son. A bastard. Are you kidding son. me?
1: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: That's why he's there. That's why all that shit is like that. And he Constantine immediately is just like overwhelmed with this awful feeling he's like i literally damned my own son i forced him to kill a man and send his soul to hell i damned him i made him into exactly what i am i am literally not only an absentee father but the worst father for the five seconds i've known i am a father possible and so somewhat ironically this is too much yes this is too much for old man constantine the idea who wanted soul, Constantine's soul to, I guess, become a real boy? Right. That was a little <laughs> shit. A real boy, essentially, right? <laughs> Constantine's soul hops in him. It's too much guilt.
1: Oh no! And it, co- <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. He's
0: like, this was, this was the final straw, even with all the guilt built up. And so I'm just going to read real quick because this is it, like spoilers. But this is like the whole book. So all the tulpas and schemes designed to shield him with pride, like armor, like a vaccination. Also, that when he took my soul, when he got his wish and became real, he wouldn't be overwhelmed by all the shame and the self-loathing. The poison was stronger than he thought because he did one last, because I did one last shitty thing, an unforgivable sin the old monster didn't foresee, uh, to dial up my guilty conscience further than he could bear. I made him kill. I made him clean up my mess. I damned my son. And that's what defeats old man Constantine, is the insane amount of guilt that... The entire country of England's toxic pride could not protect him from. That is what you get for dealing with John Constantine. So. Soul comes out, goes back into Constantine. (laughs) Constantine's back. He's fucking thriving, dude. No, he's not. He vomits and he's like, this is crazy. Like I've all these years of making deals and sketching around and like i finally give someone my soul and they just like can't they die like right, they explode yeah, right. because they just can't help how fucked up my soul is and there's like police sirens coming because there was like all this like gunfire and shit earlier and so he's like well let's all just start running and like he realizes something weird and he's like i'm like running i'm like going and he's like this is strange I, i'm not tired and he's like my heart's not beating fast he's like my heart isn't beating at all he's like i'm not breathing and he's just he's like, what's happening? And then the girl, Nat's like, what's happening? Right. You know? And he's like, it's fine. We got to move. And the last thing it says is how uh, magic, uh, fucking magic price is always higher than the prize. And there's Constantine just wandering into the night what? with a bunch of ghosts all littering the streets. So I guess he's dead, but he's like not really dead. He's basically just a dead body with a ghost inside of it. That's what a normal person would be, I guess, but that's how this ends.
1: Wow. Yeah. That was one of the most convoluted single Wild. issues of a story I think I've ever heard.
0: I reread it like two or three times. Uh, it sucks because it should have, if we would have had more of this, it could have oh. been so, so good
1: i saw a screenshot when a sprayer posted some panels from this uh, a couple weeks ago and uh he i don't think he meant to do this he forgot to crop out like from the storyboard but on the storyboard it said uh john constantine issue like 22 and it was panels from this so there was at least <sighs> 10 issues it of needs- things in between some of the stuff that happened in this of
0: course because like this need way more build and time like the reveals here. Noah's your son killing off three main characters. I mean like they the only lucky thing is that Simon Spurry is just good at his shit because I actually cared when these characters died. Right. Like I was like, oh thank God K Mag's dead. He's a piece of shit. I'm like, oh I can't believe they killed my fucking boy, the redheaded fucking hippie. Like he was the best new character out of this. You know, so it resonated but this, like I said, we we stopped here in the middle, and I read you the end of this, right. and that's just too much, man. Oh, it's too yeah, much for dude. one book. The
1: beginning was a lot.
0: Yeah, it was. We just It felt very rushed. It felt like this wasn't supposed to end on 12, probably because it wasn't. And so it's just really frustrating that such a great story and such an amazing Constantine story mm-hmm. goes like this. It was intelligent. It was deeply important in modern time, dealing with all sorts of very prevalent philosophical and political issues it it sucks that it got treated like this yep because it's really quite good i would still you know even with all that i would still say to read it i would still say go read the 12 issues i had an excellent time reading it even though i spoiled it for you all it's still so worth it because there is a great depth to everything here and i'm like i'm already prepping to reread all 12 issues again to see all the cool stuff that's in there because there was a very clear plan from the start right because it's all about you know he, he's taking the piss out of it. Everything was a metaphor, but it wasn't even a metaphor. That shit wasn't even real in the first place. Right. I'm like, that's what a metaphor is. Right. A metaphor's not even real. But he's like, it's right. doubly not real. And I'm like, damn, son, you but got isn't me there. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, I don't even know if Constantine's real. Everything's a fucking Tulpa. Right. We're, we're, it's Tulpas all the way down, man. Nobody's sure. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I loved it. It was, it was <laughs> great. It. And like this whole, this absolute, complete, torturing of Constantine yeah. is so hard to read mm. in the best way. right? Because it's like, you know, at his core, Constantine's trying to do the right thing. Right. But never can do it the right way. Never. And, and that bloodbath at the end that was entirely his fault yeah. is a perfect example of right. just like he wanted to keep everyone safe. And because of it, three people
1: died. Right.
0: Way to go, John. But yeah, amazing book. Amazing series. You guys deserve better. Simon Spurrier, Campbell, and, and Jody Belair. Nice. Real shame. But amazing.
1: I'm going to keep the keep that same energy, and I'm going to talk about Justice League Dark number 28. Yeah. Uh, this was a arc finale, unlike the ones we just mentioned, that completely stakes the landing. Hey-oh. Wow. You know, and I, I talked about this on on Twitter for a bit. The handoff of creative teams, you know, Tynan and Avar Martinez Bueno, obviously starting off the Justice League Dark run with a uh, Wonder Woman in the Squad, and then transitioning over to Rom V and uh, Amon K uh, Nalpan uh, for the uh, the latest um, rendition of the run. I have no idea. I I can only imagine the conversation that they had to have, like the four of them, about how this was going to have to go, because it like essentially has not missed a beat. And like I said, this particular ending of this arc really just gives you that payoff that you're wanting from everything nice and by payoff i mean the cost of magic of course because magic always every single time has a cost yeah and, I'm, and i i can't really say anything other than that um, price we, is higher than the prize uh, truly um we have the continuation yeah. of our of our last battle we had the big drawn-out drag-out fight between Lee dark and the upside down man in the other place Zatanna has taken on the role of co MVP alongside John <laughs> Constantine, who took the the buzzer beater to send us in the overtime, essentially, ah. <laughs> um, sacrificing himself in order to put that put that doubt in the Upside Down's man about the concept of magic in this reality. Mm. Zatanna makes that concept a reality. Oh my god! Roots it in the other world by amalgamating herself, joining herself with the upside down man in this weird like contorted thing that some of you may remember from the last issue, very yeah. disturbing but now she lets us know that because she is now a part of the upside down man, because she understands that magic has a cost, the upside down man now understands that magic has a cause, so because he understands this, all the magic he has ever done nah. turns on yep. him all at once, genius. And, like, and I'm like, you know what? I hate every single person involved just as much as I love them. Yeah, because, of course. Because this this is magic. This is how it works. <laughs> See, okay, we're gonna have a top. We're gonna have a whole discussion about this. <laughs> but continue, please. Um, but yeah. Uh, so like the 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 art continues to be fantastic. We got these the double nine page uh, panels oh. where Zatanna. She's she's doing a she's doing a trick. She's doing the trick that essentially got uh, if you guys remember. This whole thing started off with Zatara being taken to the other place because of um, trying to save Zatanna's life during a bout with the Upside Down Man. So all of this has been an attempt to vanquish the Upside Down Man and get Zatana, uh, Zatara back, I should say. Mm-hmm. So with this, Z- Zatanna does the trick that you know, her father taught her um and reciting the words that her father was um telling her about you know magic having the cost and you know death and and um, um having equal value when it comes to like bringing back life and stuff like that so that was very impactful especially you know if you're, if you're reading throughout and and then it ends with essentially wonder woman using the hectic fucking witch mark magic to hit the, the hit the four. On nice. uh, the ultimate yeah on the upside down man there's a, there's a cool little part in here where the upside down man thinks he's like still in control um then someone's mentioned to them but like you're standing right side up so we know that you know that this is reality and we're like all right whatever man' we're like okay okay man it's all happening it's like okay uh, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and so the last part of the book is uh this cool little uh story where uh, Bobo, Detective Chimp, is recapping the kind of stuff that was uh, skipped. Um, the the fallout. Um, how everyone's doing after the fact. Uh, Man Bat is kind of in a bad state because he has essentially killed Swamp Thing, if you recall. Swamp Thing uh, also sacrificed right. himself in order to affect balance in the other place, uh, literally producing green in the place that had no green. Um... So he is still feeling kind of way about essentially, you know, like I said, killing uh, someone who had become one of his best friends and a crucial member of the team. And also, you know, the fucking Herald of the Green on Earth. So that will have to be figured out at some point, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, The the Tara has come back. The Tara is back because the Upside Down Man has been defeated. Sure. And... In this, Zatara, he finds Zatanna over, you know, Constantine's dead body, and he's like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this to my daughter. I, I was supposed to save you. Like, what was the point of me saving your life if you're going to, like, live it in misery without your friend? This is essentially Zatara saying that he understands the feeling yeah. that Zatanna has for Constantine. Like, no matter doesn't matter how you feel or whatever other writer feels about their particular relationship. Ron V and Tynan have decided that Constantine <laughs> and Zatanna truly care about each other, which I feel like everyone re- re- respects for the yes. most part, um, despite the age difference. Depending on who's writing at, at any given time, yeah, none of it matters. Right, none of it ever right. matters. Um, but Zatara does the the super MVP play, gives up his life of once course. again. What a god! In order to bring back one John Constantine, what a legend truly beautiful uh and then of course this is the story that detective chimp has been, has been talking about at the bar and we find that detective chimp is talking to our new dr faith the young khalid i love it and uh he's like he's fucking going through it he's young he's at the bar he's like ah, you know, i don't know if i'm cutting cut out for this man and detective chimp was like dude you better fucking figure it out then <laughs> <laughs> and he was like uh so like what happened with you and like uh, the naboo powers because if you remember dr kent nelson had to come back and use the Naboo powers in order right. to do the big blast uh, that ended up killing him. What <laughs> the sacrifices, Easy, um, the dude. cost of the magic, <laughs> more than the prize. Price. The price. And uh we get the nugget that he hasn't been able to talk to Naboo since this all happened.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: So that that has to be figured out at some point, I'm more than sure. Yeah. Um Wonder Woman is talking to Zatana and they're having their little conversation and Zatana's like, so like what now? Wonder Woman's like, Well, I'm I'm not magic anymore. I don't have no. the, I don't have the witch mark power. Like Hector's magic is off in the fucking balance of the world and shit. Yeah. Um I freed Cersei from the fucking the the thing that i can't remember the name of at the moment like i'm i'm all magic out for the most part (laughs) Uh, but you know if you need me i'm i'm still wonder woman and like we're we're like totally like my girl now yeah like if you need me just just let me know so it's interesting to see where we're going to go from here because this is most definitely like the end of this arc you know upside down man defeated other world destroyed uh swamp thing dead uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, people, the press, Constantine, Zizana, possibly together. Ayo. Wonder Woman, possibly gone. Who knows? Who knows where Justice League number twenty nine will pick up? But we will be getting some Justice League dark stuff in Future State. So right. maybe that'll give us some indication of where this uh then this next arc will pick up. Because as far as I know, like Justice League Dark isn't going to be canceled anytime soon. Like this is. This is by far the best ongoing monthly series at at DC, in my personal opinion. I really don't think it's close. Like It has kept that same energy for over two years now.
0: Very impressive, yeah. Yeah. So, Magic. Yes. It works best when it is somehow incredibly well-defined and yet incredibly not defined. Yes. And I don't know how you do that well. But by saying it has a cause, yeah, (laughs) apparently. But Hellblazer and your Justice League Dark Mm -hmm. is the best kinds of it. Magic should, when someone's describing to you, it should sound like some semantic bullshit. Yes, it should sound like a straight up Greek argument that's just trying to confuse you. Yep, you know, like it's real because you believe it, and because you believe it, it makes it real. That's bullshit. Right. That's
1: magic. Absolutely.
0: And so I really like that in this very. More like grounded, dark, gritty, you know, Constantine book. Mm -hmm. And then our more like kind of fantastical, like large-scale, splashy battles, Justice League Dark book. Magic superhero book. Exactly. That they both have found that same um, core of magic isn't what you think it is as much as it is what it has to be. Yes. You know? I,
1: I actually think I do understand what you're saying. like. Magic has never and will never be about the outcome. It's about the ends. It's about the means. It's not about the ends. Like how you go about producing the trick or the turn or whatever will ultimately have a greater impact than the result of the trick itself.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think, probably what makes the trick so powerful, right? Is Because you know that going into it, the good magicians, they understand the weight of doing the trick is how you can pull off a big trick. Right. And so I think that's something spectacular. I love when magic has that kind of interest to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I like magic systems that are demanding in that regard. It's one of the things I liked about Full Metal Alchemist, the anime, is because the whole equivalency shtick, Mm. you know? So I, I like that. And I liked that they went a step further and said like, Magic's not only a matter of equivalency, it's more. Like, you cannot get out what you put in. Right. You get less out, yeah. actually, than what you put in. Because you're, this per- you're a person. You're an imperfect vessel for magic to flow through. Of course it's going to be inferior. It's like a battery. You know, you lose energy and heat. Same with magic
1: um so that's also my review of black magic number uh, <laughs> 16 I, I wish i was joking that is my that's review so it was it was almost the same kind of thing it was like yeah magic has has a cost like i almost don't want to talk about it because it um it, it was this was also an arc finale right um, this is the end of the uh, ascension part one arc from black magic of course greg Rourke and nicola scott from uh, image comics but like i said i won't talk about this one too too much because you know it was a action-packed, fast-paced issue. A lot of things going on. Big interactions between sure. uh, Rowan and the then the demon king, prince, queen, princess. Ooh,
0: It's all
1: happening. Their highness? Gender neutral.
0: Yes. Your highness.
1: There we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of stuff going on with that, but it all culminates and this is what I'll leave you with. Uh Rowan is met with an ultimatum and it is directly directly um um connected to the impact of magic. Love it. It's literally putting right in front of her face. You can do this. We all know that you are capable of doing something like this. And we essentially put you in a situation where you're gonna have to do it. And because yeah. you're gonna have to do it, you're gonna have to deal with the consequences. So, our next part about it is you, us watching you have a fucking ball dealing with the shit you know you're going to have to deal with because uh, the position that we put you in. Damn. Yeah. So, Black Magic, number 16, fantastic into the, to, to the arc. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'd like you read it. Like, if you guys right. are reading Black Magic read it please you have to read this one this is so crucial this is so pivotal i can't stress this enough like this is i'm not, i'm serious because i'm pretty sure the next arc is like going to be the finale of the book right so this is how we're like going to kick off into the the Bend. the ultimate you know the ultimate ending of what has been the best magic series ever
0: damn, <laughs> damn. you heard it here folks
1: that's some little magic little magic series little magic Little shop, well, yeah. little magic. You know, little magic just for taste. <laughs> just for taste. Exactly. <laughs> just as a treat. Yeah,
0: this is Cats can have a little magic <laughs> just as a treat. Have you read Light Magic Numbers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all like that, dude. All these books are the same. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, a book's not the same. What? Rorschach oh, okay. 2. So I read this.
1: What are your thoughts? Was it good? Actually, so the thing is, I didn't read the first one. Oh, I didn't read the it. first one. Yeah, I don't even need it. I forgot I didn't read the first one. Um, but I read the second one, and I had to read it twice. Yeah, it's a lot. Definitely had to read it twice, mm-hmm. and it's good. Yes, yes, it was it, fantastic. I don't, I still don't really know what's going on, or what it's, nobody does, or what it's supposed to be about necessarily. But boy, do I feel some kind of way about it.
0: Oh, I feel ways, man. Yeah, and man. So. Tom the King, Tom the Tool Man King.
1: That's not bad.
0: <laughs> right? Um, was it Jorge Fornez? Yeah, Jorge yeah. Fornez and Dave Stewart with Clayton Cowles on the letters. Right. Why not? And the Peach Romoco variant.
1: Nice. Oh, yeah, we got the sweet. Cup Very nice,
0: right? Um, they are uh, from the out. Go from the get-go, from the start. They said that we're, this is going to be Rorschach vibe. Right. It wasn't actually Rorschach. Right. It was going to grab those vibes. This is it. Yes. This is that vibe. Yes. So fucking hard. It's the hard I love. Yes. Or dude. the vibe I love. It is the noir, mm-hmm. pensive, mm-hmm. slow, intelligent vibe where it is it is stringing you along in a way where you feel like you're this guy's partner. Yes. I, was like seeing, I, was like yes. I was like I was like looking at something I was like I was like yo does this say 14 B on that man's helmet? I remember wait Will Myerson's uh place is 15A right. or something like they gotta be next door neighbors and right. right next page. I'm like, this is good writing. Dude, this is
1: good comic. I'm sitting here staring at panels, looking at sh- Shelves, trying Dude, to find literally, clues literally. for shit. <laughs> this
0: is so immersive in that vibe, you know, because the the double stories we have, the whole yes. like the fact we're moving both timelines in parallel to each other.
1: I like so fun. I so very much love in a world where I feel like it has become quite the norm, and I, yes. I like it because Tom Taylor. I mean, no, sorry, shit. Tom King's doing it right, right now in Strange Adventures, where you have one art style that's yeah, like like a certain way, another art style that is completely different way to show the the passage of time yeah in this the changes are so subtle yep so subtle and it's most of the color work by dave stewart yep but it makes it so impactful dude like you just fucking change the fucking filter the fucking cyan or whatever and now we're just now we're teleported back like come on
0: dude literally and it works so, so effortless. Yes, it is. It is incredible. It's smooth. It's so smooth. And you know what else is also strangely smooth and probably the most Watchmen thing that's happened so far? Mm. Our comic. Oh yes, dude. We literally okay. so that the whole experience of him bleeding. You know, him getting kicked and bleed, beat up. Him going to draw his comics. The blood dripping there. Flash to modern day. See the blood on the comic. Get the full screen. Oh my god. Who
1: at the end of this? Because of the of the little comic strip in the end. Yeah. I really want to, to get your get your thoughts on this. Cause the the dialogue starts to get very Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it's it's obviously clear why this man is a struggling comic book <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, struggling comic book writer. But at the same time, I have to know who the fuck is Tom King talking to? It's a great Do You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who is this directed at? This, you
0: know what? And this moment, which is, I think, my, one of my favorite moments of the, the year in comics, of going from past to present, to seeing the blood, to cutting right into the comic itself. Right. And then going from that with the whole the 14B close up. Just, it's so smooth and effortless. Yeah. But this moment in here is so reminiscent of the moment in Mr. Miracle mm. when him and Barda. Are going like to the fair and the beach, and uh, and fucking Scott is just doing the whole like, there's no god, but yeah. there's a god because we have we make a god, and right. like the reality of philosophy is these things mm-hmm. and blah, blah, and the nature of the world requires this, and I'm like, this is that, but he is like taking his own piss mm-hmm. out of himself, mm-hmm. you know, in this really elaborate way. Like you said, you can't write comics like this. Right. This is, especially with what's happening. Right.
1: You yeah. have this fucking, like. You just got, got this fight scene. Yeah. This like, you know. No no ne'er duel. Well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: literally. You know, we have our we have our cutout just like vague, like German looking, right, I guess. Yeah. Like like Wolfman versus the question. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. And um yeah, or the citizen. Right,
3: right. And, and um citizen.
0: and every punch he's throwing is like a small fucking you know, philosophy thesis statement. Right. <laughs> and it's so great because like we said, This is supposed to be taking apart and looking at comics. This is becoming very clear. The first issue you said people online were talking about like, oh, is he taking a pass at Steve Ditko? Right. I've mentioned this to you earlier. I think this isn't a pass at any individual person. Right. I think this is a pass at the greater, you know, quote unquote, graphic novel type right where the it's aficionado. like you know it's like yeah. i want my work to be more than just comics i'm right. trying to i'm trying to transcend this medium i can't right. do that with with paunch's pirate right. i need to make something more right. and then so you go alan moore you know <laughs> you take characters everyone knows and you right. have them spout off your philosophy right and and then it's something really gripping and even in its Dude, even in its satire of that, that it is remarkably gripping. that's
1: what i'm saying i was reading i was like. Damn, dude. Why is this making me feel some kind of way? Yeah. I felt all <laughs>
0: kinds of ways, and I was like, shit, this is just really good. And so I was sitting there staring at those like three pages mm-hmm. for way too long.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And I was like, there's another there's a whole book I got to read here. For sure. Like, we got to keep moving. Um, and then it continues into again a very well-done parallel back and forth of who killed this guy, you know, we know that from the start, we knew this dude didn't fucking die from a heart attack. Right. There was something more going on there. And of course, in this case, it's our stand in Rorschach, right? Our Rorschach, who probably is not Rorschach shows up with the cowgirl, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but in a way that's so strange. Cause we were kind of being pushed in this. Well, where it's like, we have Will Meyerson's dead body dressed as Rorschach. That was who we saw on that catwalk there. He got the piss kicked out of him by this guy, and then he puts on the suit, and then he kicks the door open and lets him die on the floor while the woman holds the old lady hostage with, like, right, with a revolver to her face? Is this really the same guy?
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what, that was the question I was going to ask you. Like I said, I missed the first one, which I know I have to read now. It's just like... who, You know, I know it's supposed to be a mystery, of course. It is. Um, But I don't even think... We've been given a clue about who this is yet. Like, actually, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It is so strange because, again, we see seemingly so cut and dry in that first issue that this old man died and he was wearing this whole Rorschach outfit. Right. And that's the end of it. And also, weird thing, he has the same prince or blood type. I think it's blood type as Walter Novak's Rorschach from Watchmen. Right. It's all right there. It's all laid out at the beginning. And the weird part you think is, well, that can't be right because we saw Rorschach explode in little tiny bits. Right. That's not even the weird part. Right. The weird, part is, <laughs> the weird part is, can this possibly be the same person, this meek, unassuming guy who, you know, asked a girl if he could kiss her and oh, then gosh. got sad for the rest of his life that right. she said no? Right. You know, that let a guy beat the shit out of him and then was willing to seconds later kick open his apartment door and right. watch him die on the floor. This. Is this the same guy? Is it just one of those things where you put on the mask and now you feel like a new person? You know, and even if that was the case, this guy is not fucking Walter Kovacs. Right. So that's the, that's
1: the other thing. At the end of the day, this guy was never the Rorschach that we know. Yeah. So what is supposed to be our barometer on his his temperament, I guess?
0: Yeah. It's all very strange. His mask doesn't change, so he doesn't have the proper Rorschach mask. They talk about in the first issue right. how he has the knockoff mask. Right. It doesn't change here either. Right. So we're just being led to assume it is this Will Meyerson, this comic book author, that's that did this crazy thing. But like, it just seems the more we find out about both him and this knockoff Rorschach, the less likely that all feels like it should be.
1: This is going to be something, something else.
0: I think it is. I think we're going to have some real fucking cool stuff coming towards. oh yeah this i i I'm very am, excited
1: i am enjoying like you talked about how this is doing some Watchmen esque things yeah but i'm also I, I thoroughly enjoyed how i i felt very removed from Watchmen as well while oh, reading at the same this. time like yeah. if you don't have like a background in Watchmen, i don't really think you need one to you don't enjoy you don't. this this is very much its own thing
0: so far, beyond the whole the baggage that both Rorschach and Watchmen at large carries, you don't need it. Right. You don't really need it. I mean, it, there's nothing there. There's nothing there that is so required to you. If anything, all you just need to do is just kind of like, like comics and understand the medium on a little bit of a larger scale.
1: Right. I, I obviously know about Watchmen would help build out the mythos. Sure. Of course. Sure. But like you said, just... Being a general comic book fan and like you know, uh, uh, understanding some things about the like the history of the of the yeah. art form and some of the characters, yeah, this this will speak volumes, I would think.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a really powerful thing by the end of it. I, I don't know exactly what. He- Tom King's trying no to idea. say yet no clue because it's way too early and I think it was not fair for everyone to jump on his case so quickly after, after issue
1: one 100 percent agree uh I I, I do I love when people get on Tom King early some, yeah like if if anything you gotta man, learn man you gotta know man you should really you know, know you by, you gotta by let now let the man unless it goes on too long that's you fair know? that's you also why we got, got tw- no
0: one to cut them off so we do 12 12. we have the, you we gotta have the, give him a number yeah we have a hard <laughs> number you're doing it until this and then it's over and that's I think that's why he works so great in these formats. When he yeah. has like a hard beginning, middle ending, man does he shine.
1: Yeah, for sure. Also gotta give a quick shout out to uh to our boy Luke VB on Twitter. Uh, making, making sure that we were aware that this issue was going to be fire. He uh, messaged us about right. it and said, "Hey, man, like just so you know, like this is this is this is that shit. Tom King is definitely in his bag on this one. I, you guys it definitely like got to talk about it. So I'm glad that I read it." Um, like I said, when I even went out the first one, cause like Luke said, like, yo, you got to read this. So I definitely had to read it. And like I said,
0: thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I remember when you asked me, when you were like, yo, we had a, you know, fan that sent us this and it's like, is this true? Is this hyperbolic? And I'm like, damn dog. It might be like, this <laughs> might be it. Like this might be the hotness of the year as this is moving or right. as, or for this season of one to 12 is, is existing. Yet. Right. It is remarkable. Right. It is truly remarkable. And so, even if you never read Watchmen, even if that's not your thing, if you just like comics, or if you just want a good... I mean, this has just been a good noir detective story.
1: Right. Like I said, I read the one issue out yeah. of order, and I was like, damn, dude. this is- <laughs> Yeah. Even if none
0: of those other things grab you, if you just want something that's riveting and, and engrossing, then this is going to be a great place for you to find it. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really looking forward to that one.
1: Let's see. I will get into... I'll do do this one real quick because my other one kind of relates to yours in a way. Uh, I'm going to talk about Engine Ward number five from Vault Nice by uh, George Mann and Joe Isma, colors by Michael Garland, Uh, and lettering, I should mention, by Hassan Otsmane Alahudo. And I want to mention them because the lettering in this book is, is fire.
3: Nice. <laughs> I, like,
1: I'm not a lettering aficionado by any means, but when I notice it and it's good, like I have to mention it. And th- I think the lettering is probably one of the better parts of this book. And I say that in a kind of a bittersweet way because I feel myself taking a downward turn on this book now. Oh, no. Yeah. We got, we got a revelation in here that I, I'm i not sure how I'm feeling. I'm not going to talk about this book too much because, like, you know, we're, we're number five here. Right. Um, but we get the, this big revelation that the the planet we're on was supposed to be terraformed by these, you know, AI alien things from the past, and that all got fucked up because the Celestials, who are the Zodiacs, you know, got in the way of that and essentially deserted the planet. So now we depend on the Celestials for support for everything. Classic. Of course. Um, We have managed to like reverse engineer and revive one of these AI robot things. And now it gives us like the whole lowdown of what was going on. And the reveal is that the one that we found is not the only one. There's like a bunch of them like, across the world, but they have to stay separated. They have to stay separated because they have a disease. They have a... Interesting. They have a virus that can be spread between them. So in order to maintain the survivability of the last members of their AI, you know, alien dying race, they must remain separated across the world. And I'm like... Uh, "I, I... could not help I, I could i couldn't get over the fact that i don't think this started off as being a covid meta commentary <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah like when i first started reading this book i was like okay zodiac stuff into that post-apocalyptic sure why sure, sure. not you know check m- check yeah, yeah m- mush them together add some some little mechs in there of the past uh archaeologists with a little bit of engineering easy dude why not that sounds like some shit I'm into it's a proper build I can't not think about this now yeah that's Do fair you know what I mean no like, yeah I almost don't remember what else even happens like we got we, we get like our first like real attack on the crew by the Zodiacs um, post them discovering that we have found out about what was going on like they they know that we know that they know that we weren't supposed to know Ah, uh, that so you gotta shut that down right right so we're, we're in that part of it But now I'm like, "Mm, you know, and it's not bad. It's not a it's not a bad revelation. It's it's, it's cool. Like, I get it. Like the A.I. is like, you know, we they can't help us because they are they are collectivist society and they're living in secret. So like they 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 feel like they can't do anything at all because it's against their nature and it's against their best interest to be out in the open. Sure. Totally, Totally understandable. But at the same time, like I said, I don't think this is where this was going <laughs> initially yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this first started. And like, I, I'm not in the fucking you know room with them while they're writing this. I have no clue. Um, I'm gonna keep reading because like I have to see where this is going. Like I'm, I'm sure I'm, 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 too, I'm too deep. I'm way too deep into it. Um, but this left a, a, a bit of a weird taste in my mouth, considering how much I had been enjoying it. It was a weird twist and a bit the. Uh, Bit out of character for the story to take a turn like this. That's well, now going to be extremely crucial uh, to the narrative. That I like, I'm sorry to say, I just it, it did not think this was the initial concept behind uh, Engine Wars when it mm. was first um, conceived.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: Yeah, so we will see. Uh, I, I could be proven wrong. I, I, I thoroughly hope I am. I hope this is not like, you know, the lasting thing in the book. I hope the book is not about the disease. I hope the book is about our Engine Awards, you know, and the Celestials and the Zodiacs, we still haven't yeah. seen all of them talk yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. Engine Awards number five. ball Studios.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. This is the comic oh, that we've all been waiting shit. for. Oh, shit. This is truly...
1: Oh, my God.
0: More so than Tom King's Rorschach. <gasps> more so than the Death Metal or wow. the Axe the of Swords or any of that stuff. Right. Garbage. Crossover. What over? Donnie Who? Nice. You know? The real fucking comic book hours <laughs> yeah. comes out with Dennis Hopeless Hallam, Emilio Lazo, Ruth Redmond, and Hassan Otsman Elhow in Exo Goddamn Man of War 2. gunshot noises. <laughs> We've done it. If you don't remember what happened last, that's totally normal. <laughs> Usually you don't think about things six fucking months ago. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Insane. But what happened
0: is
1: shots of Valiant Comics.
0: Right? <laughs> what are you doing? It was so good too. Okay, robot is attacking Arik. Who is sure. Arik? Arik was a <laughs> he was the he was the royal alien. <laughs> exactly, person. he's a Visigoth warrior prince <laughs> who was kidnapped by aliens, and now he's in a super suit and he's back and he's pissed. Beautiful. It's amazing. He's Blue Beetle. He's Green Lantern. He's uh, another one. Last gods, you know, whatever. He's all the things you want. He's got a fucking lightsaber, you know. It's sick. It's sick. He's sick. It's cool. We love it. We're great. We stand him. So he's fighting the robot. The robot's like pretty tough, you know. He's doing the whole back and forth. This suit can talk, motherfucker. This suit talks a lot. Actually, it's kind of, This page is mainly the suit. All the blue is the suit. Blue won't shut up. The suit won't stop, man. It's just keeping on with him. It's basically, it's constantly telling him, you're, you're screwing around. This suit can talk. Man. This suit can talk, man. It's it's out of control. So he spends some time. He pulls the arms off the robot, you know, like a Wookiee with a stormtrooper. It's great. And he chases the robot down. robot's moving hella fast. He's like, okay, hold on. This robot's really freaking quick. Mm-hmm. It's really freaking strong. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is going toe-to-toe with my super suit. And... <laughs> That's kind of weird, and so the super suit scans it. It's all it's normal earthly materials. No right. foreign alien elements here. It's like okay, so this is made here. That's kind of impressive. He chases it down to this guy, Sterling Archer. Just what? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I said, whoa, what? It looks <laughs> like him, right? Yeah, it's seriously. like him when he goes off after Katya dies, and he goes the like the sad beard, the oh, apathy yeah. beard, as I call it. So anyway, he's actually. Lex Luthor basically nice. <laughs> he's Lex Luthor with hair which means he's on social media and that's his whole stick whole stick <laughs> billionaire tech mogul clean energy aerospace and new media influencer mm. so that's you know the whole rundown from the suit Arik simply asks villain and his response is not in the traditional sense though I do have my detractors so we have a morally ambiguous super wealthy tech bajillionaire right okay insert bezos insert luther you know whatever and he is essentially given this man the big same energy as bloodshot actually so okay. it seems like valiant exists to pr- put up superheroes that are intended to poke holes in the problems with superheroes right right so in this instance specifically we have Superman, essentially. Okay. This guy in the suit, he can do anything he wants. He's incredibly strong, nigh on invincible. You know, he's a brilliant warrior and tactician, so he can punch holes in anything all day long. Well, you can't punch holes in diplomacy, right? And so he's out here trying to—he's trying to solve this whole Ukrainian like civil war. And this guy, our tech billionaire, is like, dude, you can win a war, but you can't build a society, like. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Are you gonna like just be here? Like, you're gonna solve the war. You're gonna, in one day, you're just gonna sweep through, you know, Dr. Manhattan style and finish the war. And then what? Right. Are you gonna wait for a decade while these two sides come to like reasonable agreements? They talk about infrastructure. They have like all that stuff comes together. They create a proper democracy. Are you gonna wait there? No! You're gonna be off punching holes in some other thing. That's what you do, you're a hole puncher, you know? But me, tech billionaire guy, I solve these problems. I'm like a publicist on crack, dude. I've got (laughs) all the solutions to all your problems. And Arik decides, that is not something I'm interested in being in. You know what I want to be in? The shit. He goes, (laughs) and he solves that problem. He ends the war. You know, He grabs the two sides, and he literally just brings them together. And he's like, now kiss. We're going to figure this out. Third option. Third option. And then he's back in, you know, his, like, crappy little home in some some urban city. I don't know. He's there with his family who's putting him up because, like, he saved this kid. And the mom's like, thank you. You can right. hang out here. And he's like, okay, well, I'm kind of weird. But that's nice of you. Right. And he's there. Something also happened six months ago. Where he, like, ran afoul of the police. And so I completely forgot this. So they're all hanging out. And she's, like, needs help with her taxes. And the super suit's him with the taxes. And the kid's, like, can I play games? And the super suit's, like, I got every game from every console ever. And this kid's, like, wow. You know? <laughs> and then literally out of nowhere, <laughs> there's like, open the door. It's the police. <laughs> I'm, like, what, what the fuck's happening here? And... <laughs> This dude's like, dude, it's like, bro, are you going bad cop with the invincible superhero in there? He's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I got to try at least, you know? And so he shows up. He's like, you got me. Take me in. We're cool, you know? And so they're about to take him in. And then he gets a message from the suit where it's like, yo... Everything that guy warned you about happened, like, today. Like, it didn't take it, it, it time. It didn't take years. Right. The whole thing fell apart the next day. Right. So the rebel leader, like, bombed the the whole leadership structure of the, the regime that was in place, killed this guy, and just took over the country, essentially. Geez. Completely counteracting the truce that he was trying to set up. Right. So he's like, oh, I got to deal with this. You guys can arrest me when I get back. And they're like, I don't even know what's happening. He just takes off, you know? And so he goes there and has this really rough experience. He sees all these soldiers tied up. He's like, well, I'll go save them. No problem. Tied up, and they're like IED bomb strapped. Jesus. And this guy, the 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 villain in this, who's kind of not been super well introduced, just starts blowing him up. Whoa. He's just killing a lot of people. Oh, okay. And there's this really great image that comes with this where... There's planes flying overhead and they're dropping like old, like early 2000s, like mega anchor TVs, you know, the ones that took like three people to move and it still hurt your back. (laughs) He's dropping those and they're all on the same channel. They're all on him just talking shit to Exo Manowar about how like, you have no idea what you're doing in here. I'm in control. Like you don't belong here. You know, what are you just going to do? You're going to show up and just be a superhero and you're just going to keep getting people killed. Like just leave essentially. And he's like, this is so screwed up. And so eventually they just he just keeps dropping these things and blowing up. And he starts trying to blow up EXO Manowar. And EXO Manowar just like, I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to solve this problem. <laughs> I'm punch holes nice. in things. Nice. And then the suit's like, you know, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't punch holes in things. Okay. You know, like we're, we're like in this fire. You're pissed. This is not the time. And so the last thing we get is exo man of war coming back to our our super billionaire tech mm, playboy okay uh to have a discussion you know he, he basically admits he keeps making things worse and so now our tech playboy is going to help him somehow mm, okay but why He's is he purposes. helping him what is his interest here what's the goals Interesting. he already has the whole world in his pocket ah yes What are we moving forward here
1: what do you get for the man that has everything
0: exactly and and i uh, The strongest part of Bloodshot and Exo Man War, like I said at the beginning of this whole diatribe, is that it is so willing to poke holes in the traditional superhero structure that we all just kind of try to not think about. You know, like when Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman, they like roll in and they save people, then they just leave. It's like, are those people like really saved? Like, is this problem like truly diffused, you know? whatever extent that is whether it's just like basic villains or tyrannical governments or some kind of you know existential alien threat is that like really solved or is that just taken care of today
1: right then we move on to the next issue
0: yeah and then does that short-sightedness that myopic you know reactionary lifestyle can that exacerbate Everything Mm, like are these superheroes creating cycles of suffering? Hey, it's suffocation. Um, are they right? Are they making this worse as they're trying to help? And I add like just like with what bloodshot dove into I really hope that Exo War dives into that too about Superheroes potentially making things worse as they try to make things better.
1: That could be the Valiant universe
0: I would love if the Valiant universe was just like fuck superheroes (laughs)
1: <laughs> like. pretty, pretty on brand, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so make it happen. What you got?
1: Nice. Well, speaking of fuck superheroes, Jeff Lemire Hey-o. said, "Fuck superheroes." I'm writing super characters. Hey-o. Uh And we got a super character in this new one spinning out of the world of Black Hammer with Bar. Oh, yeah. Barb- nice. <laughs> <laughs> with a Barbalian Red Planet number one. Truly an all-star cast on this one as well. Um, The script um, was by Tate Brombell. The story was by Jeff Lemire and Tate Brombell. Art by Gabriel Hernandez-Walter. Colors by Jordi Belair. And letters by Aditya Bidikar.
0: Oh, you like her? Yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, her.
1: oh yeah. This 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 this, this, everyone this I is everyone's like, team. Really. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is quite the squad. How could you not? Yeah. And This is quite the first issue for the character. Um, nice. I mean, obviously the character has been introduced. Um, if you guys are familiar with Black Hammer, you have a pretty good scope, uh, pretty good scope for Barbalean. But if you're not, Barbalean is essentially a Martian Manhunter allegory. Um, he is from Mars. He is here. Uh, essentially. On uh, so in a way it, this this is the 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 niche. Martian Manhunter ran away. Well, not ran away. He kind of like poofed away, kind of mm-hmm. magically, um, <laughs> when Mars did its thing, where the people of Mars you know died in the uh, extinction of the Martians. How however you happened depending on who you're reading that. Uh, in this one, he runs away. He's a war criminal. Oh, right. So big, big difference. Heavy, big yeah, difference there. A lot of big difference. Um, another big difference is here. Uh, another constant uh, trope of Martian Manhunter stories is his struggle with you know self identity in the narrative. Uh, he's sure. a Martian, disguised as a human, also consistently disguised as an African American human. The um, dude
0: playing a dude disguised as another dude
1: who is a police officer. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he is a alien disguised as a black man who is also a police officer in Denver, Colorado. Mars. That's the Martian Manhunter. Bold decisions. barbarian same same energy. He is a Martian. He is a police officer. He is a white man, but he is gay. Bold, right? And this book, um, just potential trigger warning for anyone out there, is in like the midst of like the AIDS crisis. Oh uh, God! Uh, uh, epidemic. Um, Coming, coming out, of out stories, uh, like like the when AIDS was like the like the big thing in the headlines, like it was like like the coffin, like um the poison pill, I guess, like when it was like the, like the hot thing, yeah. And so it was like a lot of a lot of th- very aggressive themes being like toyed around with in the book, and they're just beautifully handled. Um, not one point did it feel preachy. Like a big part of this book is literally at like a rally in mm-hmm. front of, um, it looks like some kind of congressional building, and there's a man climbing up the pole to take down the American flag to pull up a rainbow flag, a gay pride flag, and the police are about to shoot him down, because he's doing this, mm-hmm. and then Barbalian comes and saves him, and there's this interesting exchange between him and the the, the <clears throat> radical, <Yeah>. quote unquote, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, it's weird because if I, I, it's, it's so hard to talk about because I know the character pretty well from reading Black Hammer, but I'm trying to talk about it as if you don't, don't know about sure. the character. Sure, yeah, yeah. But it Barbellion does this thing where he kind of quickly gets attached to, to people. We get this thing in the beginning where he has an exchange with his partner where he is about to apologize for a previous encounter that the two had, and his partner just immediately goes off on him. He's like, listen, man. I don't want to hear your apology. I don't care. Just keep that shit to yourself. Mm. Don't you ever bring that shit around me ever again. The only reason why I haven't told anyone about it is because you're a good cop and you're a great partner. And I like working with you. But that shit, no, nothing, none of that. Keep Keep that somewhere else. Mm. And it's like, it's just so... It was just like hard to read, and it's like the the barbarian stuff is always hard. Yeah, because you know, in in, in the Black Hammer universe, he uh, he falls for this priest, and which is you know another you know big no no with that kind of yeah. stuff, and like he's just trying to he just keep he can't accept the fact that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say here he just understands the concept of like loving someone and caring about someone he just thought he does not give a fuck that it is a, it is a man but right. every time he meets a man that's all the man cares about and he's like but what about like Everything else. Like, what about our friendship? What right. about the fact that I like give a damn about you? And the guy's like, no, like completely cut off. I don't care. Like you are interested in me sexually, therefore I don't want to be interested in you and socially in any in any way. And right. that's and that's like the the big thing in in this book. It feels like hmm. it's also the feeling of um when you're that uh that uh that triple minority you know of you know that cross-section of you know being you know of uh, min- uh, minority ethnically um, if you're gay or lesbian or on that that spectrum um, if you're short if you're <laughs> if you got you know weird eyes you know what sure whatever. you don't fit
0: into a very standardized you know white male whatever status quo exactly yes and this yeah. is
1: painted beautifully by this three page this nine panel spread right here broken up into three different parts going down uh, vertically one of him as Barbalian, one of him as a cop, and then one of him as Mark Marks, which is his name. Mark Marks. Yeah, his yeah, name is good. Mark Marks, like John Johns. Yeah. Um, But it just kind of shows his his daily life, like what he sees over the course of the day and how he feels. And when you look at it, there's one thing that's constant. And he just kind of lives his life alone. Yeah. You know, when he's being Barbalian does crime by himself when he's being a cop, you know, he has a partner, but his partner doesn't really care for him anymore because of their encounter. So now he's a cop by himself. Then when he goes home, you know, he can't be in a real relationship because he's a fucking, Martian man trying to pretend to be a human. So yeah. who is, who who's the <laughs> fuck is he going to talk to?
0: <laughs> Good point. Also is that cat named Sigourney? And I'm
1: hoping that is a, uh, aliens reference. Yes. And yes. Hell yeah. No, this book's fantastic. Um, Okay, yeah, it ends with um, he's doing some investigative work. He's out on, on the town, you know, having one of those nights, you know, being a crime fighter. As a, a one gargoyle, does. Gargoyle, if you will. Sure, sure. And he does some investigating. He is trying to get the drop on these two uh, do the nefarious characters. So he starts to follow them, shape shifts, as all Martians are able to do, no matter what you're reading. But yeah, right. <laughs> um, shape shifts into some guy. And follows the two men into this uh this uh basement they were going into, and it turns out to be a drag show. Uh and like I said, this interesting is, during the time period, this is like this is unheard of. This is this is pretty wild. This right. is like a big no no as well at the time. Yeah. Um, so he's just like Whoa, and some two dudes literally hit him with the first time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then boom, all the way back to Mars, we are met with Boa Bows. That's who, a beefy boy. Who is a Martian bounty hunter. Ah, hell yeah. A Martian Martian hunter, if, if you, will. you will. Nice. That has been t- Has been tasked with bringing Mark Marks back to Mars to serve on trial, you know, for his war crimes. Damn. So, yeah. Good. And and that's how it ends. That's quite good. Yeah. So this this is fantastic. I have a beautiful uh, variant cover uh, paying homage um, to the uh, uh, Research for AIDS Foundation. Uh, which was done by Phil Jimenez, mm. um, great, great character, great artist, great writer um, in the comic book space. And, uh, yeah, Barbalion number one uh, from the Black Hammer universe, a fantastic addition to the Black Hammer wow. universe, and I'm going to continue to read because Barbalion is my favorite Black Hammer uh, character.
0: Good choice. Really neat.
1: Oh, yeah, loved it. Loved the take, loved the concept, Love the Jeff Lemire gets what he wants. Give him what he needs got someone else to write his Barbalian story it's great that is it for the books that we read so let us transition into the stuff that is coming out this week it's about that time we got Batman 104
0: hey huge
1: from the tiny man himself with this pretty sweet cover uh, by Jorge Mendes inside art still by Gillian March Um, but the Jorge Mendes cover very fantastic sick Got Thor ten by Danielle Caterson, Daredevil number twenty five, Strange Adventures number 20, oh, was 27, Strange Adventures number seven. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah, right. Um, Hellions number seven, uh, DC's Dead Planet number six, huge uh, the penultimate issue right. of this series. So uh, exciting times for that book. Also exciting times if you're a uh, Marvel Daniel Caterson fan. Yeah, King and Black number one. The Huge. beginning of the King and Black event, you know, King. um uh, not. I say King of Swords, Ten of Swords. Nice. <laughs> Just ended. Um. So you know, we got to go right into the next event. <laughs> um. Haphazardly. Uh Well, I mean, well, the fucking DC is doing the same thing. They're starting I this know. fucking Endless Winter thing before Metal is even over with into Future State. But you know, whatever the events. That's whatever. A, that's how you got to sell the books. Apparently. Uh, we got Batman Catwoman number one that Tom King Clayman Man
0: right look
1: that will finally give us what we wanted we will finally get Tom King's issue number 87 of the long-awaited Batman run Ooh. everyone's one in that one Black Widow number four Far Sector number nine that one's coming to a close soonish been uh, loving that Tales from the Dark Multiverse War of Gods number one this is where uh, Wonder Woman becomes the god of war but not in the good way. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh shit. That Justice League Endless Winter thing also starts this week. I'm sorry, what? Yes, it starts this week. That can't be right. It starts this week. Wait. King in Black and Justice League Endless Winter starts this week.
0: But the but death metal Don't worry about
1: it. That's his but, own thing. That happens in the future. It feels like it. Well, it does, right? But why are we doing it like well, this? Well, because endless winter is happening now. But not well, not now, but like in the future, but not as far. Right. Right. Sure. Right. That sounds right. Right. Uh, <laughs> we got the 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 that Texas blood number six. I'm not sure if you were still reading that one. No, I haven't. Well, I know you're still reading this one, Metal Men. Number 12, oh my God, the finale. It's over. Here we are. What what will be the big hoo-wah of what is quite prop quite probably Dan Didio's greatest work. Yeah. <laughs> huge huge Didio. Uh we also got the finale of Spy Island, only the 4 <gasps> issue series. Uh very excited about that one. Been one of my favorite books this year. Ink Blot number 4 as well. Been loving that one. Got a Hellboy one-shot from Dark Horse. Got that beginning of the uh, Patton Oswalt series, that MODOK, Head Games number 1 from Marvel. That's also coming out this week for you Patton Oswalt slash MODOK fans. That will be a companion to the animated series where (laughs) Patton Oswalt will be voicing MODOK sure double double helping of those two I liked his little story in that uh, metal verse uh, whatever multiverse that laughs I thought oh it, yeah that was, was pretty oh, good Yeah, okay cool so. very nice uh, we got heavy number three I know you've been reading that been enjoying that heavy's good, <laughs> yeah. good as hell oh we got this new one from Aftershock that I have uh, talked about a couple times I'm excited for knock them dead the guy's the comedian but it's a horror film because his jokes right. kill people right <laughs> So that one should be interesting at the very least. We got a, a weird one. I still don't understand this. We got Copra Thirty Eight, which is a collection of Copra stories that were out online, but have been collected into this before they go back to their traditional Copra formatting, like like issue formatting. Yes. I don't know. Whatever. I'm gonna read it. The fandom demands it. I, I, I Probably that's what happened. They're like, Dude, this other shit is way too confusing. Just give us the goddamn book. That's usually how it is. Yep, and that is all we got for the books, I want to say. yep, yeah, pretty sure that... Yep, that's it. What are you looking forward to most? It's hard not to say deceased.
0: Right, of course. It's
1: really hard not to. Uh, That's the big
0: dumb one. The other one's heavy. Heavy's just really fun. And yeah. it's only... I know it's only on a third issue, but... I would die for <laughs> heavy. I would do anything for it. It's so just fun and self-aware, and it's moving with every issue's got a cool reveal at the end of it. Right. And so if it keeps that pace, which I don't expect it to, um, but if it can, then holy shit, you right. know, awesome, awesome. So probably, probably one of those two. Uh, how about yourself,
1: <sighs> Spy Alan. Spiland. you know it's the finale of, yeah. of this fantastic series hard for, for me to not go with spy island sure that's the big dumb easy one for me sure uh the other one probably far sector number nine just sure. because i don't know why it always feels like it's been a minute in between yeah. Far Sector issues it always feels like it's been so long but it definitely is monthly like it comes out like Are we some, sure yeah it, some, it comes out sometime during i mean I, th- I think there was a little bit more of a gap between 7 and 8, sure. but it's usually pretty good with the the timing, but it always feels like there's so much time. Um, Hmm. Before we get out of here, I want to follow up real quickly let you guys know if if you guys are still there. I don't know who I'm still talking to right (laughs) now. (laughs) It's Um, me. It's it's me editing this. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Well, I'm also talking to you when, (laughs) uh, when I say, send us in some category ideas for our end of the year list oh yeah you, you know because i mean we're, we're of course going to do the big dumb obvious ones we're going to do best you know our best big two stories best writers best artists we'll do a uh, best single issues um best short stories best ongoing mm-hmm. uh stuff like that we'll do some funny ones you know best you know pointless tie-in <laughs> yeah most pointless time uh most confusing uh you know, single issues, something like that, something funny like that. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys have an idea for categories, like I said, we'll, we'll got to think of some ourselves, but please send them in, send us some suggestions. Um, I might do a thing. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll put out the categories that we're going to talk about that we know we're going to talk about and then see what uh, everyone else is saying about them as well. Get some suggestions, maybe get some honorable mentions it's a good
0: going. Idea. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yep.
1: But uh, while we work on those end of the year lists, remember to, Keep on comic booking nerds.
2: Woo!
3: It's only my third day out here.